from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendes. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Rub it on my face! It has been a hot minute since we played Rub It On My Face. All right, how Rub It On My Face works, and it's become like a really, like an annual tradition around the holidays. Uh, we started this years ago, which is Dan and Maury will be blindfolded. He'll have nose plugs on so he can't smell anything to give him clues or to tip him off. Right. He will have headphones of solitude on, which are pumping music into his uh, headphones so you and I can talk and he cannot hear us. Right. Uh, with me, I have my tickle trunk. I have my bag. Yeah. Bag of tings. My bag of tings. <laughs> and I will reach into that bag of tings and I will begin to pull tings out. Yeah. And once we pull them out, we're going to rub the mystery objects on Maury's face, and yeah. then he will then do his best to guess what we are rubbing on his face. Just for those that love this, should we recap how I've done over the years? Zero. Okay. There you go. You've recap won, done. You've won nothing. <laughs> you've won nothing. All right. Okay. So, uh, David Maury, let's get this so started. You got your headphones on, headphones of solitude, please, Maury. Can you, what can you hear, Maury? Can't hear anything. Okay, good. So, okay. you know, it would be hilarious What's that? if you and I just got up and left right now. <laughs> you would have no idea. <laughs> uh, you right. fall asleep and stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you ready? Yes, I am. Yes, okay. yes. The mystery item is. So, the first item, Mocha, is not actually from the bag of tings. Okay. The first item is going to be this. Which is what? the band-aid that I've been wearing in my armpit all morning. That oh my god, I can't believe. No, are you serious? Yeah. Wait, oh. why do you need a band-aid there? I didn't, I just put it there because Oh, you didn't like cut yourself? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is the band-aid that I've been wearing in my armpit. All morning. Okay. Okay. This is going to sound really weird. Yes, sir. But just because I'm so curious. Yes. Let me smell it. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. Is there any hair on it? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh. Full, it's full of hair. Okay, here, I'll hand it to you. Oh, there's a really long what? hair right there. <laughs> oh! No. It kind of stinks. Yeah, okay. No problem. It, it was in my armpit. Okay, damn it, Maury. There we go. Damn it, Maury, please. Headphones of solitude. Okay, off. okay. Okay, Dan Mori, uh, we're going to start with mystery item number one. I'm going to rub this on my, your face. You do your best to describe how it feels. Okay. And uh, and then when you're ready to give a guess, you give a guess, okay? Yes. Okay, here is mystery item number one, Maury. Oh, oh right it's next oh. to the mouth. Oh, it's feathery. It's feathery. <laughs> feathery with a slight coolness. I am totally going with feather. Like, it's easy. Feather. So you, you're you going, gave me an easy one. Oh feather. My God. You're going with feather. feather. Like a... Chicken. Oh, it's all up on your lips. <laughs> like a, like any old feather, like a bird's feather. Okay. 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 Done. Okay, done. Maury, take your uh, your 
Oh my God, it's abandoned! (laughs) So more, I put this on in my armpit first thing this morning. Why would you? And I've been wearing it all day. I didn't need to wear it. I just needed a place to keep it. Oh my God! So I don't know if you can see that hair. No, I'm good. Do you know that thing that like tickled your mouth and like felt real good? The feathery feeling. That's the hair. That's Ah! nasty. Word of advice, Maury: Don't smell it. Oh, jeez. Are you okay, ready? More, yeah. Headphones of solitude back on, please. Yep. The mystery item is. What do you have there? This oh, nice. is a peanut butter sandwich. A peanut butter sandwich. Okay. Why a peanut butter sandwich? Because we're going to see if you can guess it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> Rub it on my face. <laughs> Okay. Oh man, that looks delicious. Okay. Oh, look at all that <laughs> peanut butter, bro. Sorry. So again, the mystery item here we go is a peanut butter sandwich. That looks tick. Okay. Oh my god, look at that. There we go, Damon Warrior. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So mystery item number two, Maury. Okay. Mystery okay. item number two. All right. Going to rub this on your face. You do your best to describe how it feels. When you have a guest ready, please guess the item. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm now rubbing it. Oh, it's uh, very smooth and silky. Yeah. Um, It's uh, like almost skin-like. Almost skin-like. Like as though you're like rubbing your arm against me, but I know that's not the item. Okay, Um, okay. But it's not wet. It's not wet. It's not wet. Is it dry? It's dry. I almost want to say like beef tongue. Beef Beef tongue. tongue. Now, does it feel good? It feels great. It's almost... um, Smooth. It's very uh, welcoming. Yeah. It's very. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. I would say smooth and very welcoming are two very I'm good ways with, to describe yeah. this. I would go with. Oh, you know what? Yeah, more beef tongue. Okay, Maury, take off your uh, blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Can I eat it? No, you have peanut butter all over your face, oh. though. Ew. Ew. <laughs> no, you, know, you know the hairy band-aid was there, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. We yeah. have uh, more items yes, in the bag do. of things. <laughs> I, totally in the I ate band-aids. So, <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to play a song. Okay. And when we come back, uh, yes. we'll continue with Rub It On My Face, okay? okay? Yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Rub it on my face! Yes! Woo! All right, as we continue, uh, rub it on my face. A Raz and Mocha original game, by the way. Yes, so uh, so far the things that we have rubbed on Maury's face that he has not correctly identified uh, were a Band-Aid that I wore on my armpit all morning. Yeah, and it had like little hairs on them. Yeah, which he said felt nice on his lips, though. That's <laughs> so gross. Okay, and then and then the, the, the most recent item was a peanut butter sandwich. Maury's face is still covered, by the way, in peanut butter. It smells wonderful. It smells wonderful. Yeah, it does. Okay, Maury, are you ready? Yes. Okay, blindfold back on. Headphones of solitude back on. Nose plugs back in. Nose plugs back in. I have, I have so many tings in my bag of tings, are man. You, are you ready? Um, yeah, I'm ready. The mystery item is... You know one of those cool gloves that you get to pet you to, to, like, to pet your dog or your cat? Yeah. And it has like the rubber little stickies all over it? 
and it pulls out all the hair from your pet and they love it. So this is a pet glove covered in all three of my cat's hair. Ah, uh, three cat hair. <laughs> it's a three cat hair glove. Okay, so it's a three cat hair glove. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, damn it, Maury. I'm going to rub it on your face, and you do your best to describe what it is I'm rubbing on your face. Are okay. you ready? Yes, of okay. course. Oh, well, that's coarse. That's what? Very coarse. That's coarse. Oh, wow. Okay, it's like almost... Uh, fluffy but rough. Okay. Fluffy but rough, like yeah. a, oh, like an angry teddy bear. <laughs> like, an, like, like an angry, <laughs> like an angry teddy bear. Uh, like you feel like little hairs and stuff, but yeah. then there's also like bristly parts. But does, does it feel nice or? Does, no, it does not. No, it doesn't feel uh, nice. It doesn't okay. feel nice. Oh. Do you want to do your best? Do you want to do your best? <laughs> guess, Maury, right now? Do you want to do your best? What do you think it is? Can I say angry puppet? Yeah, you can say angry puppet. For sure you can. Okay, angry puppet. Okay, take your head, take your things off. Oh, dear God, I don't even know what that is. It's this, a glove this, with like some sort of yeah, bristly this, hand. What they do is they sell these and then you you rub your pet with them. and then What's on my face? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What's that? That's probably from Pickles. That's from Moo Moo, and the one on your chin is definitely What's from What's the fig. one in my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> that's from the Band-Aid. That's, that's from the Band-Aid. So it's a glove, Maury, that you wipe down your, your pet with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we got one more. We okay, got one more. more. Okay, okay, we got, we got one more. Okay, headphones, okay. headphones blindfold. I should have shaved last night. <laughs> no. That nose plug back in, Maury. Okay, Maury. Mystery item is a boiled uh -huh. sausage. <laughs> the mystery item again <laughs> is a boiled <laughs> sausage. Oh, God. <laughs> that looks so gross. A boiled sausage. Okay. Uh, Maury, headphones off, please. So, Maury, a uh, final item here that we're going to rub on your face. You do your best to describe how it feels. And then also, uh, when you have a guess when you're ready, please just let us have it, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go, Maury. Oh, it's warm and wet and, uh -huh. sli like, slimy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Do you like it? It's not bad. Yeah. Does it feel familiar? Like, can it be like a like a... <laughs> Oh, no, it is wet because it's in my ear. Uh -huh. It's wet because it's in my ear. Um, oh, wow, what is that? Oh, yeah, do that. Now stop it some more. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it's not familiar. No? <laughs> do you have any idea, Maury? I need it rubbed a bit more. Okay, do you have any idea? Okay. Do you have any idea what that is? <laughs> Don't rub it on my lips, though. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to put a little peanut butter on the end of it. Okay. Um, okay. okay more, any, any idea? Yeah, I want to say, can I say hot dog? Yeah, you can. Hot dog it is. Okay, more blindfold off. No, it's a boiled sausage. Ew! <laughs> With peanut butter on it. With, With peanut butter. <laughs> the, oh, no! In all fairness, the peanut butter was already there. Oh, I just, no! I just, I just rubbed the end of it in it. <laughs> well, there you oh, go, no. ladies and gentlemen. That is how you play. Rub, rub it, it on my face. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Somebody posted a picture on Reddit, and this story is out in Vancouver. Shout out to Vancouver, by the way. We love everybody out there in Vancouver. Kiss Radio in Vancouver airs the Ron Zamoka Show. So what's up to everybody out there? But I don't know whether or not to believe this. It's a picture that somebody took. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a letter that was on the wall, I assume in an apartment building or condo complex, like in the lobby or maybe parking garage, right? And the letter simply reads this. To the two gentlemen I cut off at the parkade entrance this morning, I truly apologize. I was very distracted with a gazillion things on my mind, but there's absolutely no excuse for my behavior. I drove away angry at myself, and I really didn't know what I was thinking. It was stupid and uncivilized. Please accept my sincere apology. Hmm. Because that never happens. No. And I don't know whether or not to believe this, because it's such a nice thing to do, but I don't know if people... And maybe people in Vancouver are that nice. I don't know. Or this situation, it bothered that one person so, so much that they felt the need to post this, I get that. this letter. I get it. I get it. I get, I, get, I get the idea of being haunted by something that you've done in your day to where it then goes on to ruin your day more than the thing that you were initially pissed off about. Right. I get that. I get that feeling. Like I've had I've had bad days, but then the thing that I think about the most during the day is the fact that I walked by somebody in the hall and they were like, "Hey, how's it going?" and I went, "Not much." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Like, how are you? Not much. The guy that's oh. in Martins that I go to every morning, there's one Like, morning. I want to go find that guy again and then just repeat that conversation. How are you? And then he'll go, great. And I'm like, cool, now it's fixed. There's one day, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, where he was like, I woke have a good day. And I wanted to say, like, in my mind, I was going to be like, all right, you too, buddy. Right? Yeah, yeah. But then out of my mouth, I was feeling to say, uh, you too, dude. Yeah. But I called him a bajude. <laughs> yeah, and drove but away. But as I was driving away, I was like, yeah. you too, bajude. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. And I'm on the highway, and that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's going to think like... I'm an idiot. Yeah, I, I, I was on Later, the phone Majude. the other day with somebody from the gas company. And uh, I had just been like talking to Catherine and I don't talk to people on the phone, right? That often. Like I talked to Catherine and like maybe that's it on the phone. And I was on the phone with this woman and she was helping me out with my gas stuff. And then she's like, is that everything, Mr. Weston? I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, that's everything. She's like, okay then, uh, bye-bye. And I was like, all right, love you. <laughs> and, then, and then, and she hung up. And I know that this. I know that there's no way to get the gas lady back yeah, on the phone, no, no. right? So she will forever now think that she talked to me and I ended the conversation with, love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I get being haunted and trying to fix the, the stupid thing that's haunting you. So I, I, I get this note. I really do get it. Because I almost went around to all the, 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 I don't even know what you call it. Hydro One offices or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> I, just, I didn't mean it! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's your name? It's Krista. How you doing, Krista? Hello, Krista. Good. So, How are you? Good, good. good. Uh, Krista sent us a text last night, Roz. Okay. And it says here, was thinking about Roz while I was taking a bath. Uh, uh, <laughs> come on now, because I'm dirty? Because I don't no. wash my hair? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, mostly because I was thinking as I was sitting in the tub, how oh. I, my chest itself sits out of the tub as well. I was thinking about you and your fetal position. Yeah. We should talk about that. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Your, your what sticks out of the tub? My chest. Like your it's chest. not deep enough for. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So are you, are you a tall gal? Uh, no, not no. at all. Like five, three. A five, oh, three. Okay. So why does your chest stick up out of the tub? I don't know. My tub sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. You must have Small a really, ass tub, huh? You're fine. Are you, are you like um, a small tub or big chest? Um, both. Both. Okay. Okay. Because for me, for me, it really doesn't matter the size of tub because I look like I don't even I don't even know. Like you know when you're packing up leftovers, right? And you try and put too much pasta into a Tupperware container, and it's uh, the it, worst. It, and you can't even close the lid. No, that's me in a bathtub, right? I'm I'm too much pasta in a Tupperware container. Like I, it's impossible for me to submerge myself in a bathtub unless I sit at the very front of the bathtub yeah. and sit cross-legged, right? Like I'm meditating. <laughs> like I'm meditating. Needs to be sticking up, And, and though, then right? I just lie back. But Other nothing way, is like fully submerged. Nothing is fully point, submerged. Right? My knees are sticking up out of the water. Sometimes Damn. if I want to get my chest nice and warm, I have to take my feet out of the tub and put them on the wall at the end of the tub. Like oh, no, a, but then your legs get but cold. But then my legs get cold, <laughs> and, then I have to, and, then I have to, and then I have to switch it. So, yeah, no, be, be getting in and out of a tub is, is not sexy for me. So you're in, you're in the tub last night, and what happened? Uh, I was just either I had to like slide down so that my chest was covered or mm-hmm. I would have to sit up and then it wasn't. And I was trying to relax my back, but that wasn't working. So, oh no. So you're trying <laughs> to take a relaxing bath. Meanwhile, you're just yeah. like super stressed out. No. Yeah. And the drain was going and I was like, I might as well just be like Rod and say, screw this. I'm yeah. not doing it. Oh no. no. So what'd you do? Then just like hop in the shower. I just got out and I was like, all right, time for bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, damn. Exactly. It's the worst. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's just the worst. I know. Cause every now and then I'll do something where I get sore or I have a long day, whatever. And Catherine's like, let me run you a bath. And the moment she says, let me run you a bath. The amount of stress, <laughs> the amount of stress that I'm feeling at that point gets like heightened by 5%. So it's not even worth it. <sighs> It stresses me out yeah. so much. <laughs> just, just the idea, and then I get worried that she's going to see me getting in and out of the bath, which is the least sexy thing that anybody could ever see in your life. Yeah, me swinging yeah. one leg over, you know, <laughs> backwards, like bracing myself because I don't have great balance, right? You know, so I have to hold on to a bunch of different things. I got to lean over uh, the tub the and brace with my hands. So I'm, I'm like, I'm nude, right? Here's my thing. This is how I get into the tub, okay? So I don't fall and kill myself. So I stand with my facing the tub. Okay. Okay. And then I bend over and I lean and I put my hands out and I and I lean against the wall. So yeah. as if I'm leaning against the wall and a cop is patting me down. Okay, but you're naked. But I'm naked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I so take sexy. and then I yeah, while I'm leaned over like this, I take one leg and I swing it in. Yeah. Okay. And then I start to squat as I run my right hand down the wall. And as I'm almost in a squatted position, I then take my left hand, brace it on the other side of the tub and introduce my left foot into the water. And then I squat down and I put my butt in the water because you have to gauge the temperature, right? So I'm squatting in the water to gauge the temperature. And then eventually I submerge and I sit there and I hold my knees to my chest like I'm freezing cold. And then I eventually lie down. Wow, Catherine must be so turned on when she yeah. sees that. <laughs> uh, hey, Krista, yeah. thanks so much for the text last night. We appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
You got to go to airtransat.com right now because you can discover Transat's family collection of hotels in nine sun destinations. Yeah, this collection features hotels offering special perks such as solo parent options, which I know is really important to a lot of people. Uh, extended kids club hours so parents can enjoy romantic dinners on the beach. You can nice. just sort of like you take your kid just down the little path. It's fully supervised. They got ping pong, movies, all the stuff in there. Well, you can go and be adults for one evening on uh, your vacation. Plus, one of the great things about about these resorts is that they let kids stay and eat for free. Yes. Plus, when you're traveling with Air Transat, they have that kids club that we talk about so much uh, because it's awesome. And for kids age 2 to 11, it's absolutely free. It makes flying with kids so much easier, and it helps alleviate some of that stress that you have when traveling. Yeah, because when you get to the airport, there's a dedicated family check-in counter. There's priority boarding, even in like economy. Like you don't even have to be flying business. You get priority boarding if your kids are in kids club. Go to airtransat.com for all the info. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I've always wanted to do a list of, and this can be an ongoing thing, to find out who has the worst job in the city. Oh, wow. If you think that you have the worst job in the city, you can text us. We're going to get it going here. And I don't even know where this is from. But if you think that you have the worst job in the city, feel free to text us. And then what we'll do is we'll just, over time, we're just going to rank them, right? Sure. We'll come up with who is the current number one. And then in a week from now, if somebody says, hey, I think I got a worse job than that person, and then we may shuffle. We'll just Nine keep five, triple five, by the way, to text. And, and what got me thinking was this, right? Do not have to write anything down? No, no, no. Okay. No. So somebody posted this on Reddit, and it was... A note posted to the door of the bathroom at the place where they work. Okay. And the note simply reads this. If in the bathroom for more than 10 minutes, a smell check will be completed to ensure employee is not sitting there on the phone. If it does not stink, employee's name will be reported to the office. You can't do that. So if somebody goes in the bathroom and they're in there for longer than 10 minutes, somebody goes in to make sure they were actually going number two. Otherwise, they get accused of taking uh, an unsanctioned break, sitting on their phone, and then they get reported. Yeah, but sometimes when I go to the bathroom, yeah, it doesn't stink. Oh, really? Yours doesn't stink? Sometimes. Sometimes? It stinks. So- but there are times where... I've gone and like there's no <laughs> smell. Well, then guess then you're reported. Okay, but if, but also if you can do that in under ten minutes, then you're fine. Yeah, it's if you're in there for ten minutes or longer, then somebody f- goes in once you exit to do a smell test to make sure that you are actually going number two. Okay. Okay. So I have a question. Here's my thing, right? It's not the person who works at this company that I would say has the worst job. The worst job has to be who's assigned to go in afterwards and do the smell check. Okay, what does it pay? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Does it, it, could, it could it ever be enough to follow an employee, a coworker, into the bathroom after they finished to smell around? To make sure. Is my desk outside of the bathroom? Doesn't matter. Who cares about the parameters? Let's just keep it to what it is. If it's the worst job. It's uh, okay. 
Your job is to go in. And this is on top of, I don't think that this is the person's full-time job. So you also do something okay. else for the company. That okay? was going to be my it's, next question. No, no, no. It, it's like when, you know, you are the head of HR, but you're also the bloody fire marshal. And then they make you put that stupid little red hat on your desk. And then every and then every three months, they run a drill. And you got to embarrass yourself. And you got to put a hat on and make sure everybody on your floor or outside and accounted for. You got to count. You got the clipboard, everything else, right? It's, it's, a, it's a part of your job. Okay, it is a part of your job. So you do a job, but also a part of your job is to go into the bathroom after somebody finishes, if they've been in there for longer than 10 minutes, to smell to make sure that they went number two. And this is on top of my regular, yes, my regular duties. And then, and then, if you don't smell anything, you have to report that person. Report them to management. Uh, what if they're my friend? You still got to report them. Because uh, I'm have sure to you, dude. <laughs> right? Like well, get my boy and everything. I know, but ten minutes is ten minutes. I can't be snitching like that, right? And you're the workplace snitch, and everybody hates you. Oh. Yeah, that's got to be the worst. It's got to be the worst job. It's got to be the worst. Right? So I was thinking that that's got to be the worst job. The person who has to go into the bathroom after somebody's been in there for ten minutes to do a smell test, and then if it does not stink, you have to then report them. You have to report them. You got to snitch on somebody for not pooping. Oh. Do you imagine this part of your job? No, I can't. I got to snitch on somebody no. who didn't poop today. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's the last week of work for everybody. Yeah, so this is great. it. Christmas so is next week. Great. Uh, going so, into the last. Uh, what day does Christmas fall on next Wednesday. week? Wednesday. Next so Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So how many days do we got left before it's really crunch time here? Right now. Well, we're in it well, now. We still got we still but you still have a well, full weekend though, right? Sure, we still got a full weekend before so, Christmas. But we're going into the last like official shopping yes. weekend. But I have no idea what to get so many people that I have to buy for and Matthew keeps standing in front of me on the couch going you have like 4 days left you better go you better go. I don't know what to buy these people. How many people do you have to what buy for? What do you mean these people? Like my two little brothers. <laughs> And my, uh, I bought my dad's gift. That's uh, all I've bought so far. Why don't you do a that's Cardi B? That's all you bought me? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you do a Cardi B? Did you see this Cardi B clip? No. It was Offset's birthday. Yeah. And, you know, I guess Offset's one of those guys that has, like, everything. So Cardi B gave him $500,000 in <gasps> cash. What? <laughs> Listen to this. So you know, everything, you got every car, you got every jewelry, you got everything, you got every shoe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, what else can I give somebody that got everything? The fridge. That's $500,000. <laughs> I know I don't got to give you the money, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know what to give you, so I suppose I got to give you something. You could buy a car, you could buy more clothes, you could buy jewelry. <laughs> You can buy me more Birkin bags, and may God bless you with more years for our kids. Yo, she gave. Yeah, who she gives their gave partner cash? Half a million bucks? <laughs> who gives? But is there a difference between half a million and a hundred? Like, how would Jenna no. react if you gave her two hundred fifty dollars in an envelope for Christmas? Or like 500 bucks, whatever. I'd be the happiest person alive. If Matthew gave you cash. I'd be like, thank you, honey. You're I the would best. feel so weird. Yeah. I, I would you feel know, so why weird. Why would you feel weird? Oh, it's weird. You know what my dad, Vern, yeah. he will take, because I guess like my 
parent, like they have everything. They don't yes. need anything no. anymore, right? So my dad, what he'll do is he'll take like bottles of wine. And I'm sorry if I'm ruining your swag for this year, just oh, in case, no. dad. Yeah. You're going to do it again. But he'll take like hundreds or like $50 bills or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And he'll just wrap them around the label of wine bottles and then give my mom the wine bottles for <laughs> Really? Yeah. Well, she, she don't care. Really? Yeah, yeah. No? Yeah. I don't, you know what? Sometimes cash is, it's all you need. I, know, but I, I don't I, think that a lot of people would be offended to receive cash. Couples don't give couples cash though. That's not normal. I guarantee you there are people it's who are listening normal. right now. It's not normal. You could feel free to text us nine two five triple five. I guarantee you, there are people out there who are like, "I love receiving cash from my partner or my partner." It's very European, it's not no, mine. It's not because it's no, like, it's not. In Matthew's family, for birthdays or whatever, you just get cash. No, 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 no. Birthdays to a birthday, like to somebody who is not your immediate partner. Right, but right? I mean, I'm talking your immediate part. Like, and this is different, though. This is different. This is not like Jenna saying, "Oh my God, there's this course I want to take, and it's X amount of dollars, and you know, I got to sign up in person, everything else." Yeah. Well, then you say, "How much is the course?" She's like three eighty two, and you give her the three eighty two. Right? That's different. But what, this how, is just cash. How's that different than a gift card? It's the same thing. I don't give. I don't know. Cash is weird, man. When you are part of a couple, and like you're a husband or you're a wife, and you give your partner cash. For Christmas, to me, it seems super weird, man. Two texts I don't we got. Know. Yeah, nine two five triple five. Somebody wrote, "I love cash for all events." Yes, from right? anyone. I'm yes, not, I'm not saying you don't love cash. Everybody loves cash. Somebody else wrote and said, "Cash is not a gift. There's no thought going into it. It's lame." Okay, it's Thank a you. lame, easy way out. There is thought put into it. You're thinking no. this person loves to get cash. They can go buy no. what they want. No, no, no. No, you can get cash from like your dad. You can get cash. You can get cash from a lot of people. That's fine. Your nana, all that stuff. They give you cash. If you gave me cash, cash, I'd have to give it back and to pay well, the exactly. debt. I owe. Yeah, it's, it's here. <laughs> oh no, how much do you owe Matthew? Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Is there anybody you don't owe money to? You. <laughs> no, you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I have a question about Drake. Yeah, man. That big mansion that he built in Toronto mm-hmm. that he periodically spends time in mm-hmm. whenever he's in town. He has to have staff living there, right? You think? Living there? Like, does he have his own in-house chef? Does he have his own in-house yeah. like people that kind of maintain the place? I guess. I would. I would say like, yes. I've seen videos that he's posted like yes. when he's hosting basketball games for his friends, right? Yeah, yeah. They're all in there on that massive court. If I'm a friend of Drake's and I show up at his place, is he answering the door when I get to the front? <laughs> or do you think he's got somebody that answers the door for him? Well, first you got to get through the gate, right? Right. That's security. So sure. you get through the gate. You get through the gate. But like, you like, ring the doorbell or he knows that you're showing up. Does he leave the door unlocked and you just walk in and you know where where to go? Or do you knock on the door or ring the doorbell and then Drake answers no, I think that, and lets you in? No, realistically, for a house like that that was built, I, I, I imagine they have some pretty decent tech where if you do get to the front door, you maybe look at the camera and smile, and then it notifies him on whatever tablet that he has in that room, and then he just punches in the code and like it unlocks the front thing? door. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like a Nest doorbell? Yeah, ring cause, doorbell? Yeah, because I know that there's locks that you can get. Yeah. 
I had one. I didn't install it. There's locks that you can get that work on a code on your phone. That's what the Airbnb people use. Yeah. So if you have a, if you can't be home and you have somebody coming over to measure your kitchen for new tile, right? But you can't be there. What you can do is they can show up at your house. They text you. Then you text them a code for the door. That code works on your door once. So they can go in, measure, and as soon as they leave, the door locks again. That code never works again. Is that what like Amazon does, right? When they can go in and put the packages yeah, in. Yeah, so you can, do, you can do stuff like that. But does he have somebody like in a tux that opens the door? Welcome to Drake's. Like that? <laughs> yeah. Like, does he have that? I'd like to say that he does, but I don't know if he does. I don't know. Like, but like if I'm know, Drake rich, I, I'm hiring somebody. Yeah. And what does it matter to you what you wear? Like let you, if you work anywhere, there's a million places you can work where there's a uniform, right? So why not at my house? Why not just put the tux on? And maybe I'll say, okay, you can just wear tux from, tux from waist up. Does you the can tux still have wear, the OVO you, you, can still, you can still wear your jeans, right? And sneakers, I, yeah, right? sure. You can still wear jeans and sneakers, but a tux, a tux up top, right? Now, my next and question. And I'm going to need you to do the voice. I don't care where you're born. Oh, wow, really? I'm, but I'm going to need you to do the voice, right? I would have to. You would have to have somebody do the voice. And that voice That's is a must. What? Welcome to Drake's. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to do the voice. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, what's your name? My name is Fatima. Roz, this is what Fatima texted now, yeah. just now. I just watched all the Star Wars movies at age 32, and now I have to re-listen to all of your podcasts to understand the many Star Wars references. <laughs> <laughs> what prompted you? a lot you, of podcasts. Which, for, so, so did you watch all, like, did you watch the prequels and everything? I started with the prequels, like the newer ones. And then I watched the older ones. I watched it in order of episode. Okay. Oh, no! Why would you Fatima! do that? Why would you do that? You should have been insulted with us first! Who told you to do that? I have a friend who's like a big Star Wars boss, and he told me to do it like that. No! no! Oh, my God, Fatima! Did I mess up? Okay, so wait, wait. Which movie did you start with? What was the name of it? Phantom oh. Fatima, no. you're breaking my heart. Okay, what? Why? What? What's wrong with that? <sighs> yeah. Okay. That's not on. the order. No. You uh, needed to watch these movies in the order that they were released. You know, I do. I. I it does <sighs> kind of suck because when I was watching it. Yeah. Um, like now that I'm watching the old, like when I was watching the older ones, like Return of the Jedi and stuff, all of the secrets. Like I, I was like, I know all these secrets. Yes. I know who your sister is. Okay, Fatima, the order that they were released that you should have watched and your friends should have told you is New Hope, Empire, and then Jedi. Uh, That's the original trilogy right there. Well, it's too late now. No, I know. And then like, if you really wanted to go back and watch the prequels, the prequels weren't the best, the best uh, then you would have watched Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, or sorry, Attack of the Clones, and uh, Revenge of the Sith. And then you go and watch Force Awakens and Last Jedi and Rogue One. Okay, well, I guess I, I should have called you guys before I started this yeah. horrendously long journey because I did it in a... Because I'm on maternity leave, so I did it in like a few days. I watched all of this. But, oh, oh, well. Wow, well, congratulations on the do? baby. There's also there's Thank also you. what they called the... Anybody who's maybe wanting to dip into Star Wars for the very first time who's in their 30s. There's also uh, what they call the machete order okay. uh, for watching Star Wars, which is you start with A New Hope, 
Then you go Empire Strikes Back. Then you go Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, then Return of the Jedi. So mm. you watch you watch A New Hope and Empire for the big cliffhanger, the big reveal. Then you go back and figure out how we got here. Then you oh. watch the big finale of Return of the Jedi. Ah, uh, so did you tell your friend Fatima that you watched and, it in like the order of episodes? And you may notice in that order, Episode One, Phantom Menace, yeah, is not included. Nobody, nobody, likes, nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs that no. in their life. Did you tell your friend that you watch it in I, like order of of movie? Yeah, no, he knew I was doing that because it's, 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 I find this whole thing to be so confusing. So I was constantly texting him as I was watching to get it. Uh, That's not a good friend. You don't on. have a good friend. No. He really isn't it. No, oh, you got a terrible that. friend. Yeah, you need a new friend. Yeah. Did you enjoy them at all? I enjoyed the. Not not the, the very first one, but the other two when, when Anakin grows up. I enjoyed those two more than I'm, I enjoyed the original ones. Hold on here. I guess because they're so old. Hold on here. Hold so on you on like here. clones and then Sith better than New Hope, Empire, and Jedi? Maybe because I screwed up. Maybe because it wasn't as big. Because right. all the secrets have already been uh, revealed. And, and, I will, and, I will say, and I will say this. The reason you start with a New Hope, okay? Because I went through these with Roxy. <sighs> Right, I yeah. went. I I started. We did it all. Roxy still has not seen any of the prequels. By the way, she doesn't even know they exist. Yeah, good. Keep right? it that way. Uh, but the reason you do this, the reason you start with New Hope, is because New Hope. Yes, it is a wonderful movie. Yes, a New Hope is legendary. New Hope is boring. Mm-hmm. If you're used to everything else, there's no lightsaber fight except for that lame excuse for a lightsaber fight between. Uh, Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New yeah. Hope. There's no fighting except for like the, the very end. end. And it happens near the very end, right? Like yeah. A New Hope, if you are used to seeing nonstop wall-to-wall Star Wars action, right, especially from the prequels, and then you go and you watch A New Hope, you are going to be bored to tears. Spoiler alert, by the way. So, That's what happened. And I, but this shouldn't be a, an option. Like I feel like a lot of the people I talked to, they gave me the option. They said you can either watch it in this way or no. you can watch it. No. Those are all terrible option, people in your life. Did you watch Rogue One at least? No, I haven't I haven't watched that yet. I I, I shouldn't have said I've watched all of them. I watched till the uh, um, the Jedi Returns and then I haven't watched the rest. All right. Um but but um cuz now that I'm wa- I've watched the Jedi Return now I have to watch the Family Guy um oh. parodies of it cuz I used <laughs> oh to like Wow, you have like decided in your 30s that you've decided now to become a Star Wars fan <laughs> and just like watch everything? That's so everything wild. Makes- so there's so, I, I went through life like with blindfolds on because there's yeah. so many references I just wouldn't understand. I don't know why I waited this long. All right, Fatima. Wow, it was nice talking to you despite the fact that you watched Star Wars in the uh, completely wrong order. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We can finally talk about it. Yeah. Who are you? So the Rise of Skywalker opens tomorrow, and we saw it yesterday. And I want to get, Mocha, your first impressions having walked out, because you and I sort of looked at each other when we were walking out of the theater yesterday. We didn't say anything. No. We didn't say anything. We didn't even text at all throughout the day. There was nothing. So this is legit the very first time that Roz and I get to talk about the movie since seeing right. it. Okay, so what were your thoughts on Star Wars? See, the my Rise of problem with giving my thoughts yeah. 
And we can, we're going to bleep stuff. Like, just so you know, uh, when it comes to spoilers, if we do say anything that is a spoiler, we will bleep it, okay? So you don't have to tune out right now. We'll do our best to not spoil the big sort of things. And that's the thing. I'm hesitant to speak about the movie because I know how precious this franchise is to people. I say speak freely. To fans. Speak freely. And as a fan... Yeah. I've stayed away from every single review. I've stayed away from all the trending hashtags since they did the big Hollywood premiere on Monday night. I've stayed away from all of it. Okay. So I'm hesitant because I like the movie. Yeah. But I also didn't like the movie. Okay. What didn't you like about it? I felt that there were certain parts of The Rise of Skywalker that were rushed. Yes. There was a lot going on, and it was... It's not a clean movie. It's no. A, it's a messy movie. It's about two and a half hours. Yeah. And I felt like there were so many different stories to be told and so many different things that needed to get wrapped up that the movie just kept jumping Wrap this up. Wrap this up. Okay, action, action, action. Wrap this up. Wrap this up. Wrap this up. Okay, let's get let's get to the big things then. Um, the the sort of big reveal. First of all, Palpatine's back. We all know that. Everybody, Everybody knows knew that, that Palpatine's back. Yes. Um, they do their sort of best to explain how he came back, but like not really. They offer an explanation, but was it enough? For me, no, no, no. Okay. Fair enough. I like the movie, though. Fair enough. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Now, the... Uh, There's the, a lot of action. The reason that Palpatine is back in his connection to the current players sort of in the Star Wars world, were you happy with that? It made sense. It did make sense. Yeah, it okay. made sense for the way they told the story. Yeah. Um, do I think it was necessary... I don't they, know. They had to do... My, my my thing is this with Star Wars, and I find myself, again, much like I did with The Last Jedi, I find myself disagreeing with a lot of the critics because when Last Jedi came out, unanimously critics loved it, and they said that it was the best of all of them. And I thought that I had seen a different movie or I was living in some sort of bizarre world because I just... I hated The Last Jedi. Yeah. I hated it. But you know what, though? A lot of people did. That's no, the thing. But no, but critics didn't. Critics, critics didn't. Loved I think it. critics... And, loved it because it's Star Wars and not because no, of the story that no, it told. No, no, the exact opposite. You think they liked it because Absolutely. Of, of the story? Yes, that's that oh, was the, that's, no. that's, the, that's the reason they loved it. I didn't like it. Was they loved they they loved what he did with Star Wars. They called it bold and they called it everything else. No, so, I so, hated the direction that they took with Last Jedi. So I'm here again disagreeing with critics because I don't despise the Rise of Skywalker because if you go on Rotten Tomatoes right now, I think the Rise of Skywalker is sitting somewhere just above 50%. That's it? That's it. <gasps> really? Right? Yeah, yeah. Critics, uh, this is not a movie for critics. Uh, they don't like it. But my opinion on The Rise of Skywalker for fans is, is it perfect? No, it is far from perfect. Is it? Is it Return of the Jedi 2.0? Yeah, it really is. Does it sort of take away from the sacrifices that Luke and everybody else made in Return of the Jedi and kind of do away with the importance of he and Vader? Yeah, it sort of does. Um, but what did they? What choice did they have? Because when you look at what Ryan Johnson left them with, they had to do something. Yeah. And 
the choice that they made for this, they could have serviced fans and tried to kind of go back and rewrite what Ryan Johnson did, or they could have made a continuation to Ryan Johnson's movie. And The Rise of Skywalker is the farthest thing from a continuation from the Ryan Johnson movie. They threw kerosene all over it and burnt it to the ground. So one of the things that I noticed is the fact that they almost bypassed everything they do from Last Jedi. So when you're watching this movie, yeah. it's basically the sequel to Force Awakens. With the exception of a few key plot points. Yeah. A few key plot points. You actually don't have to watch The Last Jedi. Not at all. Which is wild. Yeah. I almost... Okay, so I left yesterday after the movie ended and yeah. I almost felt like... Not almost. I do feel like I need one more movie. Oh my god! Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like it should nobody, go nobody. Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. and then the big grand finale. Yes, because there are. I still have questions about things. Right. Yes. And I feel like yes, a lot of things were answered. A lot of questions were answered. Right. A lot of things were tied, wrapped up, the best that they could. Yeah. But I still feel that there are a couple of things, like three, four things that I need one more movie. You're not going to get one I more. I know, that's they the thing. They can't do that, I know man. that. Oh my God, they can't do that. Anyway, if you have any questions about The Rise of Skywalker, uh, hit us up on Texas, 925-555. Well, please go see the movie. Like, I'm going to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm still going to pay my money. And, and go watch it again? I'm really? going to watch yeah. it again because okay. I want to see it in IMAX 3D. Right. Oh, you're into 3D. I love no, 3D. It's too many Ds. Oh. <laughs> I can't. You know me. I can't handle that much D. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. As a goof, years ago, I used to say that separate vacations were the key to a successful relationship. And then more and more over the last like 10 years, people have started putting out studies about not necessarily this, but more of the importance of time alone in a relationship. Mm-hmm. What they call me time, I guess. I've never once referred to something I've ever been doing as me doing me time. Uh, well, you can't, no? re- you can't no. refer to it yourself uh, as that. It's, oh. it's only called me time. But I guess if it's your own, it's my time? No, it's me time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to talk about somebody else's me time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think you understand what me time means, Mark. Yeah. What does me time mean, Mark? Like everything I do in life, all the things myself. By yourself. Myself, yeah. By yourself, though. That's the thing. It's like it's when you sort of get time alone to do the things that you maybe enjoy doing alone. You get a break from the family. You get a break from a relationship. Not in any sort of bad way. Like you're not. Not, you're not running and hiding. No, but it's the but, heart grows fonder. Right? That like I've lived no. by this study. Like you need to be alone for things to work. But it's also what you do with your alone time, Maury, that helps determine whether it's actually gonna work or whether it's secretly destructive to your relationship. So what they say is the ideal amount of quote me time. How much me time in a week? Oh, in a week. Do people say is the sort of optimum amount of me time? Oh, like an hour and a half? Oh, I was going to say like four or five hours. <laughs> wow, you really hate being married, huh? <laughs> no, I like the idea of it. So. <laughs> yeah, again, you really hate being married, huh? 
Like on paper, it's, it's like fabulous. communism. I like the idea of it, but once you're in it, oh my God, there's no cheese. Um, so the ideal amount, they say, of me time, Maury, is 51 minutes a day or around six hours a week. Oh, boom, oh wow, boom. really? Yes. Damn. Here are the top 10 things people like doing uh, with their alone time. Okay. Uh, watch, just watching a movie or TV show that you want to. Yes. Okay, sleeping. Reading a book. Oh. Listening to podcasts, exercising, just enjoying a cup of coffee or tea without having anybody around. Having a meal alone. Go out dancing. By yourself? <laughs> I don't know. What do they mean like you with your friends? To me, these are all things that you do like solitary, but the dancing one is weird to me. <laughs> I've, I've never left the house alone, went to a club alone, <laughs> danced alone, and went home alone. Yeah, that's weird. You know what I mean? That's a weird one to me. Uh, shopping, going for a walk, or getting your hair done, uh, round at the list. But going out dancing to me doesn't seem like me time. No. Well, unless you're married to somebody who doesn't like to go out dancing. No, 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 no. But this isn't. This is. This is then time with friends. This is a different thing. Yeah. This is a different category of sort of time away from the the family or the partner or the relationship. We're talking about that. We're talking about me time, and they've included going out dancing in me time. Like, do they talk in order to to get these results? Did they talk to enough people where some of the answers were, yeah, like to go dancing alone? <laughs> I guess, but 85% of people say that having, quote, me time is the key to a good relationship. I've always said this. The key to a good relationship. I mean, I would certainly add going to the gym to that list. I would add sure. dinner to that list. I would add sleeping to that list. But you, I go would to, add- but you go to the gym to... Like to check out dudes, though. Yeah, I can't do that with my husband. Right. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's about what you do with your me time, Mari. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, all day yesterday, all I heard was Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Why? Because they hit number one for the first time. It was like the big story yesterday. Yeah. All day yesterday. My kid had to do a. Uh, she did her uh, gymnastics routine, uh, not gymnastics, her circus school routine last night. And it so was. So that song? Yeah, because it's right before the holidays, right? So makes sense. all the kids are doing their thing and they had holiday sweaters on and their ugly Christmas sweaters or whatever it was. Mm. And, uh, and the whole thing was choreographed to, to that. But yesterday, I think you always hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is always. you over yeah. the holidays. But yesterday in particular, it was just unavoidable because it was also one of the biggest stories of the day. Yeah. And, and I, I can only imagine what yesterday did for those numbers. I was just going to say, yeah. because well, number one and yeah. the streaming numbers have just been going up and up and up. Yeah. And because that story became so big yesterday, yeah. it was uh, it's incredible. re-recorded the music video. She's re-releasing a new music video for no, it. No, she's not. Yeah, and she's doing Ugh. a YouTube Q&A on Friday night. I was talking to somebody uh, who works in the business yesterday because Mariah Carey didn't write that, right? Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Did yes, she? She, did. she? She wrote, wrote the lyrics? It in 45 minutes, yeah. That's Are the whole you, can, story. can you confirm that? I know it for a fact. But Just yes. confirm that for me. Uh, because they were talking about how much money she would make over the holidays. Yeah. And the numbers that they were throwing around were that if Mariah Carey was the artist and not the writer, so she doesn't own the publishing, uh-huh. uh, around the holidays, she would likely make $500,000 every year. Oh, right? wow. If she owns the publishing and is the writer, mm. she's probably looking at this time every single year about a check for two mil. Oh, yeah. on, that, on that song. That's easy money right there. On that song. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Only, she's What's the that? only writer. 
She's the only writer? Yeah, yeah so yeah. there you go. Wow, so, so yeah. Two mil. So it's roughly. Off of one's off. And, and that's just its normal sort of run. So this year, with the story that it is, everything yeah. else, uh, she's probably looking at north of two mil. <laughs> Can you for imagine? Just, just streams. You're making, and, you're making that much coin. Yeah. For two weeks. A one month surge yeah. Yeah. of play. For one song that she wrote, that she wrote when she wrote it in 1990 90 something, yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah. track was released in '94. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Well, she has to pay for a three-floor uh, penthouse condo you, in New York. What do you, what do you think, Mariah Carey? What do you think? She's got a mortgage. Like she's like sitting down at the end of the month, sliding money from the check into the credit card, <laughs> and from the credit card, you how know, am I going to make oh, this work? We've discussed oh, over it at to home. The, over to the condo fees, right? Well, she has to pay for her staff. Yeah, do you think she burns through two mil in a year? Probably, right? God, yes. That was the yeah. thing oh, when she had God, the other managers yes. that she was yes, running yes, out of yes, money, yes. and that's why she did the Christmas. That's why she started doing the Christmas shows. Yeah, at, uh, you know. yeah. You'd be surprised how many people run out of money because w- when all that stuff is coming out of your budget, right? Like for the when you have to do a massive event, like you're doing a New Year's Eve show, or you're doing you know some other big award show where somebody wants you to be there, and they want you to be the sort of marquee performer. They'll give you a private jet. Right, so yeah. that private jet from say New York to L.A., you're probably looking at around seventy-five grand. But every other time you fly, when you want to fly private, that and all and all of your staff comes out of your budget, right? Right, and even with a record company, they'll front you, but you got to pay them back. And so you can burn through money fast, hmm. like you can burn through their bands that were big bands that did headlining arena tours for two years. And when they went on the road, they were broke. And when they got off the road, they were broke. Hmm. Where it's almost like it didn't matter because they cost so much money. So she needs the money, poor girl. Can can Mariah Mariah Carey burn? How much is a Birkin bag? Right? $2,000? Yeah, exactly. So she burned through that money in like a month. Like she keeps toothpaste in a Birkin bag. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I know what you're asking yourself right now, Roz. Yeah, man. Is there any Kylie Jenner news that we could talk about? And the answer is yes. I imagine there is. You're going to probably see a headline today saying, oh, Kylie Jenner saying Kylie Jenner performed over the weekend. Did she? At a Justin Bieber art auction. Has she tried the music thing before? Because I think everybody dips into the music world to see if they can release a single, right? Not Kylie Jenner, though. She has not, though. She's Okay. Too busy making billions off of Kylie Cosmetics. And like a month and a half ago, uh, a video went viral of her during her Kylie Cosmetics kind of like office tour. And at the very, very end, she walks into her kid's nursery. Oh! uh, Stormy. And she's saying, Uh, rise and shine. That's right, yes. We have one last room to visit, and that is Stormy's playroom. So follow me. Okay, we're gonna wake Stormy up and get out of here and show you guys her room. Rise and shine. <laughs> and that quickly took Rise off. Rise and shine. And almost immediately, people started doing remakes. Rise and But every single head in this room is bobbing. Every single head in this room is bobbing. I'm not going to lie, this one's pretty lit. (laughs) Okay, this is dope, yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
yeah, there were a ton of remixes for this. How did this not become like a radio single? And that? then there's this one. I like this one too. Hello. So, so talented. Man. Oh it's my god, crazy. dude. Some of the behind the scenes, if you go yeah, on YouTube, no, like you bro. really, really search on YouTube, yeah. and you'll find like videos of some of these like producers going through the motions of making the song. Yeah. And you see exactly what goes into making the actual yes. track. It's incredible. Uh, so Bieber over the weekend had like a charity art auction and Kylie Jenner was there. So when you see a headline that says, oh, Kylie Jenner performed, it's not like this. Well, cause that's the headline that I that I read was no, that she performed this. No, she got oh. there and she was on the mic and all she did was this. <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> But what was this? So somebody that bought that. Performing it. Somebody bought that at it. I guess you're right, Maury. That is performing it because there is no other part to it. But That's the performance. I know, but like with Kylie Jenner and the people that she has around her, right? Yeah. And she just makes millions upon millions every minute. Yeah. They could have teamed up with one of these producers that put together one of these videos that attracted millions of views. Like those two alone that I played for you. One of them had like 1.7 million. Yeah. The other one had like 1.4 million. But that's not the original. The yeah, original right? is just her. I no, guess. I know, but like if they teamed up with a producer and like did something cool no. for a couple of minutes. But I hate to tell you, people at an art auction, they don't want that. Rather than this. Oh, oh I'm, t- I'm, tell- I'm telling you, what she did was the best thing to do. I don't think doing one of the remixes was the smart play. <sighs> I really don't. I really don't because that's not what she, that's not, it's not the thing. You that's go not up her. There, you just go and do the thing, right? And then everybody explodes. Had she done some weird like techno remix thing oh. where she's dancing around with choreography? Man. It would have been a disaster. That would have been it, so no, well, good. You know it wouldn't have been good. It would have been a disaster. What are you talking about? It would have been so good. Rise and shine. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Sarah. Hi. How you doing, girl? Good, how are you? Good, you feeling okay? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling okay. <laughs> okay, so Sarah, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My fiancé is an actor and recently booked a pretty big role that requires him to fly overseas for a few weeks at a time. In this role, he has his first makeout and sex scene, and I'm really struggling. As someone who's not in the industry at all, I'm having a really hard time separating my emotions from the logic, hoping you guys can give me some clarity. Have you and your fiance talked about this? If so, obviously, I, I assume. If so, uh, what is his answer to everything that you're feeling right now? So we've we've talked about it briefly. Um I mean, when I bring it up, he kind of just like mentions, oh, you know, like it's work. It's, you know, whatever's on the page is what we do. And then this is over and it's done with. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, I think he kind of like told me what he had to say. He didn't really, he wasn't like, <laughs> extremely reassuring. I'm going to say, yeah, just because, I mean, I, I, you know, I mentioned to him like, this isn't really normal for me. I mean, when you see your partner, you know, make out with someone else or be like, physically naked with mm-hmm. someone else mm-hmm. in the real world that's cheating wait but does I he have to get like naked naked no they wear um, they wear socks and pasties and yeah like they wear stuff yeah. right yeah. i mean you know, everything's right there yeah everything, for sure. everything's right there these are very uncomfortable 
very uncomfortable conversations that people in the industry have to have with their partners who are not in the industry. And they're tough. I think that when people do it right is that the involvement and comfort level with you is really up to you. I don't think that somebody, your fiance who's an actor, should force you to feel a certain way because it's not going to work. You're going to feel however you're going to feel, and I think that they have to be cool with that. And if you want to fly okay. out there and meet the woman that he's having his, you know, relate like on-screen romance with, that's mm-hmm. a, that's up to you. If he wants to keep it all a secret and you have questions, he should answer those questions. Um, and you hear from actors all the time that these love scenes and these makeout scenes, you hear a lot of, they're just technical. There's actually nothing sexual about them. They're orchestrated. There's a lot of people in the room. You feel right. insecure. Everybody feels insecure. You hear over and over and over and over and over, you hear all that stuff, right? Uh, but I know enough people in this business that will tell you off the record that when you work on a movie and you get to make out with somebody, it's amazing. Oh God! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're not making Sarah feel any better right no, now. No, I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna. I'll tell you because it's why. Uh, why is it amazing? Because you're making out with you somebody. Making out with somebody like, who's not your partner. Yeah, a, a director hired somebody who's hot and who's not your partner, and you go on set and you make out with them, and like you're kissing and you're Frenching, and you got like skin on skin, and you're rolling around. Like as uncomfortable as it is, there's still a part of it that's awesome. Yeah. Now, that's the part that you're never going to hear. Regardless of how he feels, he's going to come back and say that it was uncomfortable. Now, as long as your fiance isn't one of these people in the long list of people in this industry who wind up hooking up outside of work with somebody that they did a love scene with, then you're fine. If he can separate the two, even if it is awesome to make out with somebody, but you know, it's just part of the job. And then he goes home to you and your relationship doesn't change and you sort of go on and maybe he could become successful and then you all benefit from it. And then maybe you understand, you know, what it's like at a certain point, who knows? But he's going to say that it's uncomfortable, it's technical, it's everything else. But I've heard from so many people that off the record, they're going to tell you it's awesome. Can I just say something? <laughs> yeah. You're not helping to <laughs> fix Sarah's life right now. Yeah, that's not what I was hoping for, Rob. Okay. Do you know who this other person is? Do you know who this actress is that your fiance I mean, is going to be making out with? I mean, I don't know her personally, but yeah. I mean, I know who she is. But Sarah, did he come to you and say, here's what she looks like, like give you as much information as possible to uh, help alleviate some of the stress that you may be feeling right now? Uh, he, I just, I knew who his character was supposed to, like who he was working with. So okay. when he came home and just told me, hey, this is the direction that like the film is, is moving into, I just like, there was no need to tell me who it was, right? right. right. I think the other thing I'm struggling with too is so he's uh, in Europe yeah. and, you know, like I'm, I'm planning the wedding by myself right now and we have a one-year-old and I'm, with him by myself as well. Um, I have my parents here, obviously, who's helping me as well, but it's just, I, I just feel like everything is on my shoulders. And I mean, not for nothing, but like we just had a baby. So my body is not like yeah. a Hollywood movie star's body right now, you know, or I don't think it ever was. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Before he had to go off and, and make out with somebody in a movie, right? Have you ever had doubts about trust in your relationship? No. Okay. Then, oh. I, then I will say this to you. Don't start now. Yeah. 
I guess that, that's better than what you started with, Ross. Well, listen, it goes. <laughs> you know, <As> she said. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it 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 goes it goes both ways. There are tons of stories right. of people who are married to people outside of the industry, and they have long, wonderful, you know, relationships. I always think of Hugh Jackman's wife, and I'm like, man, that woman has had to put up a, with a ton. You know, women yeah. throw themselves at that guy when they see him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they're you know and they're great. There's there's so many examples, but if if this is not the type of person that you've had trust issues with up to this point, I say don't drive yourself crazy and start now. Hey, Sarah, I can bleep all this. Is it a movie that we would know or is the actress that he's working with someone that we would be familiar with? Um, it's something on Netflix and it's actually a TV show okay. uh, that's had um, quite a big fan base. I think I can say it that way. Okay. <laughs> who's the Who's the actress? We'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. I don't want to say we'll bleep it. it. We'll bleep it. We'll tell. Well, I need to know. I need to know. Uh, her name. <laughs> oh. Hey, listen. Don't worry about it. You're good. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, no. Don't. You have nothing. Uh, you have nothing to feel insecure about. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. All right, Bye, girl. Take, take care. care. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. You know, we are now officially two weeks away from the last day of the decade. Yeah. And you start looking back at some of the biggest stories. Of course, Trump winning, huge story. Who knew? All the Colin Kaepernick stuff, Las Vegas shooting. Remember Coney? Make Coney famous. Remember that story oh, from years ago? Yeah. Uh, Bin Laden, they got him this decade. That was this decade? Yeah. No. 2011. Uh, <gasps> the, the Chilean miners was the story that really kicked off in 2010. It was like the biggest thing that year. Wait, if, that was if, 2010? It was 2010, yeah. And if you remember, wow. the it was the, I don't even know how many guys, there were 33 Chilean miners that were underground for like 69 days or 70 days after the cave uh, gave way. And it was like, I don't even know, like 2,000 feet underground or something like that. And they were down there for 69 days. And then they finally got them out and everybody was like immediately, oh my God, this is going to make like the best movie, this whole story. Yeah. And everybody was casting all these people doing, doing like their dream casting uh, for this movie. And they, the weird thing was is that when they all came out of ground, if you remember, they, there was a code of silence. Nobody said right? anything there at was, all. There was, yeah, there was this weird code of silence that they all had because they wanted the story to be told right, they said. There was stuff that they didn't want people to know that went on because it's 33 people that thought they were all going to die. Yeah. And everybody was like, okay, well, what are, what's the secrets they're keeping? And then there was that one guy that decided to go on TV and went, listen, I'm not going to give up all the secrets, but I'm going to tell you right now, okay? There was no sex and we didn't eat anybody. <laughs> because that's that's so all stop any, asking. Yeah, so stop asking. That's all anybody thought about. Why else would there be this code of silence? Uh, but so he went on TV and clarified, and then they did make the movie. You know, I totally forgot about exactly. that. Exactly, and the movie bombed. Yeah, the movie bombed, and uh, I think it made like twelve million in North America, and I think that's around it. the world, it maybe made. Who was in it? 
Antonio Banderas was in it. Oh, wow. Right? Antonio Banderas was in it. Uh, it grows 12.2 in North America, 12.7 uh, around the world. It made in total $24.9 million. The production budget on it was $26 million. And if you actually want to get technical, the cost to actually free the miners that were trapped down there was $21 million. Right? Oh, so the, boy. Right? The actual yeah. movie didn't even... The, so, oh, man. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, yeah, but... But there was that. That story was fascinating. And then I guess the other big one, like the big so, sort of social media story that happened was when the Academy Awards were going on and mm-hmm. there was the big Ellen selfie, right? Oh, 2014. 2014. Yes. And it's wildly credited as the Ellen selfie, the Ellen Academy Awards selfie. Yeah. But the selfie is actually Bradley Cooper's selfie. Because Bradley Cooper that took the phone. He took because the picture. She, didn't she? She was trying to get the get everybody in the frame. Yes. And then Bradley, but then she passed the phone to Bradley Cooper. And Bradley Cooper was the one that took it. It doesn't matter whose phone it is. Yeah. It's the person who takes the picture is the copyright owner of that photo. So everybody had said that it's the Ellen selfie. It's known everywhere as the Ellen of selfie, course. but it's actually the Bradley Cooper selfie. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Jared Leto, Jennifer Lawrence, Julia Roberts, Kevin Spacey, Meryl Streep, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, and her brother Peter, and of course, Ellen were all in that photo that went viral and became the most retweeted uh, tweet of all time, 3.4 million. It's crazy. Um, That was also the award show that had probably my favorite moment from any award show which was what that had happened in the past decade which was this from the oscar winning animated movie frozen <laughs> please welcome the wickedly talented one and only adele dazin <laughs> <laughs> John Travolta screwed the whole thing up, bro. That was the same night. Same night as the selfie. John Travolta calling the poor girl down to see him. <laughs> the wickedly talented. Uh, <laughs> uh, and more recently, oh man, uh, probably being in Toronto. Yeah. My favorite, absolute favorite, favorite moment from the past decade the highlight i would even say for the country happened back in june warriors just inbound and that's it there's a new nba champion and it's a team from toronto canada we the north are now we the champions the raptors the 2019 nba champs ah come on what's greater than that nothing nothing. what is greater than that nothing i mean maybe Kawhi's love right Guy, uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just more question you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. Mm-hmm. I just can't give you a whole spiel. Board man gets paid. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, in one week, it's Christmas Day. In two weeks, it's 2020. Wow. Yeah. This is it. And we're going through the decade, and there's a lot of stuff that people say, just words that feel like they have been part of our language forever that are only 10 years or less old. 
especially when it comes to dating. Ooh. There's stuff that people say every single day that are just so new within the last 10 years that you can't imagine life without them. And the New York Post put a, uh, a list together. Swiping right and swiping left. Yeah. You know it what I mean? It seems like that's been around forever. 2012. What, it's it? Is when we started swiping right and swiping left. Ooh. I've never swiped on anything. Ever? I've, I've, no, I've never had that. I've never, I've never, like I've never well, had a Tinder dating, yeah. account, sure. right? right? Right, I've played on somebody's Tinder one time when Tinder first came out. And? A friend was showing it to me and yeah. I was like, it's a game. Yeah. It's not anything other than a game. Like you don't use Tinder, you play Tinder. Yeah. Right? Like it's had, a game. I had to put it on my phone for the show once. I had to I got to swipe. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh-huh. You didn't have to make a profile though. No, no, I didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. <laughs> uh catfishing seems like it's been around forever. I mean, the act of catfishing has been around forever, but the term catfish didn't come out until twenty ten. Because of the the documentary. The documentary, right? Yeah. Which yeah. then became a TV show yeah. on MTV. Yeah. yeah, which was a wild documentary. Catfishing, yeah. by the way, is when somebody uh, you start chatting with online builds this entire like fake profile and persona and life and people develop these relationships with them and then eventually they go and they decide to meet and they're like, surprise, I'm not that person. Yeah. That's catfishing. Uh, ghosting. Oh, yeah. It's a very sort of new term. What is that? Like, Go, ghosting is like what? Like two years old, maybe? Yeah, 2015, they say. Oh, 2015. Yeah. But same thing. It's been around forever, but the term's new, right? Yeah, we've been, we, people have been ghosting people forever. But saying ghosting is, uh, is new. Uh, sliding into your DMs. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? That's <laughs> the act of that. Maury been doing that forever. Thank you, Maury. <laughs> Even before DMs, Maury was like dropping notes off in mailboxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving notes on windshields. Yeah, slide into your P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, bro, right. you shouldn't be laughing that hard. No, I know. It was you're just like, well, you're married. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but that's just so funny. <laughs> no. And you and Matthew have been dating forever. <laughs> Uh, uh, Netflix and chill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That uh, exploded. And I guess it was like 2015, they say, is when we started uh, referring to a booty call as Netflix and chill. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what is the other one that I was thinking of? Uh, also, micro, no, no, micro cheating oh, was a relatively new one. Oh, yeah. As well. Damn it, Maureen was all about <laughs> micro cheating. Right? Again, been doing it forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the term is new. People have been micro cheating forever. Uh, they just never knew what it was called. <laughs> now we do. You say that, more. It's so funny with you and like things like micro cheating. Yeah, I know. You say that like it validates it. Like somebody finally came up with the term. It's like, it's like when Superman realized that he was just different than everybody else, and then people were like, like, yeah, man, you're a superhero. That's how Maury feels, right? Now that they've come up with a term for all the terrible things that he's done, he feels validated. Yeah, yeah but micro-cheating, it's just small wrong. <laughs> you do a lot of small wrongs in the day, bro. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Yo, it's Roz and Mocha. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? All right, what's your name? My name is John. John, how old are you, bro? <laughs> I'm 32. So, Roz, mm -hmm. John texts us almost daily, right? Okay. And I've been trying to get in touch with John forever, but he's always, quote unquote, at work. Sure. So I am. I'm at work right now. I'm are you really? All right. It's just your body. And you've said to me in the past that uh, you can't take phone calls at work because at your work, they listen to Kiss and you don't want them to hear that you're on the phone with us while you're at work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, since nobody's there. What John has been doing for like the past four weeks now, okay. right, yeah. is he sends in via tech dad jokes. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like every day? Like almost every day, and he'll start his text off with daily dose of dad jokes. Oh, my God. I I changed on the last second. I called it daily dose of dad dokes to make it even worse. Okay. Of dad dokes? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, so are you you a dad? I am not. Uh -uh. (laughs) That's what makes it even worse is that my friends that are dads are like, what the hell is wrong with you? So now this is just teasing then. Yeah, yeah, of okay. course. I got right. you. So what, you just like dad jokes? I just love dad jokes. They just wow. make me laugh so much. And uh, yeah. Other than the Raz and Mogi show, who else do you share your dad jokes with? With all my friends. Okay. Even my own dad. And what, is your, what does your dad think? <laughs> He's ashamed of me. Oh. <laughs> he just shakes his head and walks away. Yeah. All right, and he so, goes, really? This is what I raised? Yes. <laughs> well, all right, so what's the, uh, the dad joke that you had for us today? Oh, God. Okay. But then I went to the doctor. You know why? Why? Because he wasn't feeling well. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the guy that invented the the knock knock Joe? No. Uh, he won the Nobel Prize. <laughs> One of my favorite ones is uh, I asked my dad if you were pyromaniacs. He said, "Yes, we are, son." <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last one. What's the one that you sent to us this morning? Let me give you. Let me give you two. Have you ever tried Wookie meat before? Ever tried Wookie meat? Yeah. No. It's really chewy. I wouldn't try it. Yeah. <laughs> very, very topical, by and, the way. I know. I know. And okay, uh, last I like one, it. Last one. You know, you heard a dad joke when it becomes apparent. <laughs> I wanted to end it on that. Uh-huh. Thank you, John, uh, and thank you I for your you so for your daily yeah. texts and um, and for answering the phone when we called. No problem. I love you guys. Right, All right, brother. brother. Love we love you too. You too. Enjoy your day. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, no matter what kind of day you're having, I would even say that Donald Trump is having a better day than Cats. Cats. The movie. Oh. So much like Star Wars, everybody saw Cats early and uh-huh. then all the reviews were embargoed. And when we say embargoed, it means that they, they put limitations on when you can actually give your opinion on the movie. And that dropped at midnight last night. Mm-hmm. And Cats is bad, is sitting at a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, that's rotten. Right? Not that Rotten Tomatoes is some great barometer or, you know, verified critics or some great voice. No, but a lot of people go to Rotten Tomatoes for that. Oh, rating. sorry. It literally just dropped in front of my eyes. It went from 17 to 16%. Oh, no. <laughs> it's probably with that sentence that you said. Yeah, maybe they counted mine. They were just waiting on me. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's no surprise, though, because, like, Cats itself is just weird, right? But this was a big movie. Like, who's in this movie? Like, Taylor Swift's in it, and James Corden's in it, and Idris Judy, Elba's a Judy cat Dench. in it. Judy Dench is in it. Uh, you said James Corden. Uh, Rebel yeah. Wilson. Yeah, man. Big names. I think I got big names for this movie, but they're saying it's Gandalf, just it's right? an absolute... The guy that plays Gandalf? Yeah, I think so. He's in it? They're saying it's just an absolute mess. But now it makes me even more curious. I'll tell you, if people... If this movie debuted, and it was like 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, I guarantee you I would never see it. I guarantee oh, you I would never bro, see it. that movie could have 100% rating. Yeah. And I would still not see it. It's not my thing. I'm not but interested I'll, in cats. I'll tell you this. With 16%, I'm totally going to say it. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Because I know it's a disaster now. So now I need to see the disaster. Oh, no. You're going to waste your time? <laughs> yes. Have you looked up the runtime? Doesn't matter. I don't care. What? I can't find two hours? Dude, I, I watched the, the Irishman in five days, right? I could find a couple days to, to get through cats. 
at some point in my life. But now you got to play no, the waiting game. Doesn't matter. Now I just want to watch the wreck. I want to watch the train wreck. Like I want to. Now I want to see it. If everybody's like, "Oh my God, this is a masterpiece," like I never saw Les Mis. Everybody loved Les Mis, and I had no interest in seeing that movie. I'm not into musicals at all. I'm not into musicals. I don't even know what it's about. But I'm into disasters. That's why I watched the Trump impeachment all day yesterday. I like a disaster. So yes, you and I are going to watch Cats together. I I don't know. Yes, yes. Anyway, so uh, Star Wars right now. You buy me an extra large popcorn, though. Of course. No, I'm not going to the theater. I'll wait for somebody to send me a link. Uh, <laughs> go to the theater. Uh, Star Wars currently sitting at 58%. Yeah. And that is with, let me count the amount of boneheaded reviewers who have given their half-assed opinion on this movie. Oh, sorry, it's at 60% right now. 60. Uh, based well, that on, officially drops today. Ba- based on 95 uh, total reviews from verified reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but yeah, so Star Wars right now, because that was the big battle this weekend. It was like everybody really was like, who's going to win the weekend? Is it going to be Cats or is it going to be Star Wars? Really? Like they really tried to make that a thing. Okay. Yeah, they really, really tried to make that a thing. Cats versus the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Trending on Twitter is a magazine cover from December of 2000. Oh, wow. And the replies to this magazine cover... You could still bring a knife on a plane then. You were probably smoking on a plane then too, right? No. You couldn't smoke, on a, no. couldn't smoke a cigarette? No, but you could bring your own alcohol, which was great. Yeah. So Sorry. Beyonce's on the cover. Yeah. This is Teen People, by the way, from December of 2000. Pink is on the cover when she was a new artist. And Beyonce was still part of Destiny's Child. Beyonce in 2000 did not look like, or does not look like Beyonce of today. She looks like, and there, she's got I, a horrible I, posture. But I'm used to seeing Beyonce look younger, but on that cover, Beyonce looks like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, it's not like, it's not like young Beyonce. It's like kid Beyonce. It's really great. Pink kind of looks the same. Yeah, she does. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't it funny that even back then in 2000, they were, they were, they were already separating Beyonce from Destiny's Child? Yeah. <laughs> so the cover of the magazine, Beyonce, Pink, and another artist, and the headline reads, What's Next? Blank, Beyonce, and Pink. Yeah. Plus the hottest new stars you're going to love. The first name in that list and the person on the far left when you're looking at that picture, standing to the right of Beyonce, is an artist named Vitamin C who had a big hit called The Graduation Song, Friends Forever. And the common, the one common reply to this picture that was posted of this magazine cover is who the hell is vitamin C? Yeah. Like everybody remembers and knows Beyonce, Obvi. Yes. Everybody knows Pink, Obvi. Yes. Yes. But people who are looking at this picture are like, what the hell is a vitamin C? graduation song from that year. This was a smash. So when you see vitamin C trending this morning, this is why. Because her name is being mentioned so much now on Twitter. 20 years ago? It's 20 years ago, dude. 
not much of a singer, huh? Nah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you call that. It's not singing. Somebody wrote on Twitter, Vi- vitamin C was kind of a treasure that got slept on. Yeah. But she still gets a check every June, so I guess it's that. <laughs> and then somebody replied to that, and here's something that I learned. Yeah. Somebody said she gets a lot more checks. She's the head of the music department at Nickelodeon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I had no idea. It's so funny. It's not much of a song, though, huh? It's, like, it's there. You know what I mean? Like, it's a nice song. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. But it's it's wild that this was this was big enough to put her vitamin C on the cover with Beyonce and Pink. Right? Somebody, somebody wrote every once in a while. I'm reminded Beyonce used to share covers with other people. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Were you plowing this weekend? Yes. Okay, really? I had to yesterday. Mocha. I'm jealous of Mocha's machinery. Why? Why? Like it's something snow I blower? just want to go and play with. Like it's like this big thing that takes the snow. <laughs> it's called a snow apparatus, <laughs> and it spits it out on either yeah. end. Yeah, on either end, <laughs> or one of the one side. Just don't just don't for God's sake. Yes, on either end. Don't go down that road. <laughs> yeah, like I would wish for snow if I had something like that. Snowblowers are fun. Snowblowers are a ton of fun. Yeah. The only thing that is better than the like as far as a piece of machinery goes, because you got a lot of machines, I got a lot of machines, everything yeah. else. I'll tell you, the, you look for the crossovers where it's the things that not only you enjoy, but that you know, for me, that Catherine enjoys too. And for me, the greatest piece of machinery that I own, yeah. Hands down, pants down. Yeah, is the leaf blower. I was gonna say that. Oh, I don't have one. I'll tell you why. I don't have a leaf blower. Catherine uses the leaf blower, and she says it. She feels like Mary Poppins, <laughs> right? Because you turn it on, and all the stuff just starts flowing around and blowing around, and then by the end of it, it's all cleaned up. Yeah. Wait, do you right? strap? Is it the one we strap it on? No, I just have a regular handheld one. But it is very much like it's the closest thing to Mary Poppins that you will ever get is using a leaf blower. And the leaf blower is the greatest piece of machinery that we own. And then, for, and then, and then for me, it's the the snow blower. The snow blower is so satisfying. My only problem, so satisfying. The only with the problem that I have with my snow blower, yeah, is you can't ride it. No, is that I like I like a very clean driveway. Yes, I find when the snow is really packed on, especially if it rains first and then it snows. Yes. You still have like a layer, a thin layer that's left over. And it looks like you didn't really do anything. So then... How do you clean that up? You got to throw chemicals on it. I just go with a shovel. And then like a... I double, I double shovel. my time. Yeah, I double yeah, my time tough. outside. It's tough to. It's it's. Tough I take to a shovel know. and yeah. a uh, ice scraper. Yeah, just to get the driveway does completely it ruin clean. The driveway material. Material? No, like the, no, no, no. no your driveway's not made out of leather. For, with, with a, with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the corduroy is ruined now. Okay, <laughs> the denim rips. Yeah, no. With a snowblower, I can't help but do a ma- do the math with a snowblower, right? Like I'll go and do. I'll just carve into the snowbank down at the end of the driveway where the snowplow has gone by. And as I'm doing that, I just start doing the math in my head where I can clear a line in, you know, 30, 40 seconds. But in my head, I'm like, if I had to do this with a shovel, 
That oh. would have, that would have taken twenty minutes. Yeah, for to sure. do that. And I'm like, look at this. Twenty seconds is what it takes. Yeah. But I'm with you on that. You can't get snowblowers like just conventional, like a Toro snowblower doesn't give you that clean, scraped, perfectly no. polished look. Like it still sort of looks unfinished, even after all that. See, it's yeah. all of this living in a condo. I mean, I could go shovel my two inch. What do you call it? Balcony. Right. You know what I miss living in a condo? Having a two-inch mailbox. That's the thing that I miss. I miss those tiny, Everything gets tiny, folded. tiny little mailbox where like the gas bill gets folded in half, right? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Everybody's all upset because uh, Taylor Swift already got snubbed by the Academy Awards. What? So I don't have they always done the no this is the first time right so it was weird earlier this week the academy awards released for like a bunch of categories the shortlist wait early nominations <laughs> Just the short list. So they released a list of like that's 20 so, potential nominees. That's not a short and, list. And the five of who will be nominated are within that list. So Taylor Swift already knows that her song from Cats is not going to get an Academy oh, Award it's nomination. It's a pre-nomination nomination list? It's a short list. But so 20 these categories? Are, that's not short. No, no, no. no. 20, 20, like, 20 things within a category. Oh, 20 things within a category. Okay. Yeah, so all oh, right weird. now, these are the front runners to get the five nominations. And oh. so out of all the songs that they've listed for original song in a motion picture, yeah. uh, Taylor Swift's song from Cats, Beautiful Ghosts, is not on the list. So she already knows that she's not getting an oh. Academy Award nomination. Right before Christmas? Right? I find that weird. I've never seen them do this before. They don't do it for the big categories. There's no acting categories or like sure. best film or supporting actor or anything like that. I wonder why they did but, that. But it's all, uh, I, I, maybe to, to gain hype. I don't actually know the reason. Do you know the actual reason, Lori? Well, the daytime Emmy Awards do this. So I but guess do you know why they did it? I have no idea okay. why they did it. Yeah, and that's interesting because I, I've never seen them do hmm. this before. And it really takes away from some of the you know, I guess the, I don't want to say the magic of the Academy Awards, but it the really element does. Of surprise? Have you heard this Taylor Swift song from Cats? First of no. all, what do you know about Cats? Have you seen the trailer? Did you watch a trailer for Cats? I watch a trailer. It's not I my thing. I find it weird that they gave them boobs. <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean? Because if with all the CGI that's going on in that movie, yeah. right? The late flatten out chest. No the problem. ladies, the lady cats, still have human boobs. Right. Right. Where you could have flattened that out, but so they're cats. But they have lady boobs, like human breasts. Yeah. That's not my thing. Which is weird. And yes. I mean... I am all for bonkers. I just don't think I'm nuts enough to go and see Cats. Yeah. Have you seen the, the, the play? I've seen what I've... I've seen a bunch of parts of the play. Uh-huh. And the, it makes no sense to me. It's for people that aren't from this world. I'm convinced of it. Like, even conceptually... It, it, none of it makes sense. I've had people explain to me what Cats is about, and I I, lit, I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't even know about. what it's about. It, like, I assume cats. They're legit cats, right? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so Taylor Swift's song, play a little bit of it for me. Academy Award nomination, at least. Like, it's Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like, to me, that's a slam dunk. 
I'll tell you the best musical. Do you watch musical movies? Like you like Mary Poppins and all that stuff? Mm, not my thing. No, it's not. Huh? No. I really got into it with, with Catherine and Roxy because they're huge into them. The best one. The best, like I would say that I've ever seen in my life as far as the music, as far as the acting, as far as the emotion, all of that stuff. Okay. For me, the number one musical that if I'm going to sit down and watch a musical on a movie, it's The Greatest Showman. Over the, Chicago? Yeah. The Greatest Showman is, That's for Hugh me, Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Right? Is it is Amazon? so... No, it was in no. theaters. It's so beautiful. Oh, right. It's so it? beautiful and know, it's heartbreaking. It. And give it a try. Give yeah. it a try. Yeah, give it a try because it's, I like you, Hugh Jackman. Because so maybe if you I'll take like out all the music, it's an amazing movie. But what about right? Moulin Rouge? No, if you take no, I like this better than Moulin Rouge. Really? I li- yeah, I like The Greatest Showman actually way better than Moulin Rouge, and I really enjoyed Moulin Rouge. But Greatest Showman is where it's at. That is, if you're going to sit down and watch a musical, give it. A, and if you haven't seen it, give it a try because like, it's really spectacular. The closest I came to watching a musical <laughs> was what straight out of Compton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was at the uh, mall yesterday. It wasn't that bad. Which mall? Which mall, I was though? at the Eden Center yesterday. Yeah. On what time, though? At 5 p.m. Oh, wow. And I was able to no. go into two stores, walk right up to the register, and I was fine. But are these like like Maury stores? No, you know EB what I mean Games for my brother. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, spoiler. EB Games for my brother. And what I bought him the N, the basketball 2K one. Yeah. Oh, ba- NBA 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, when, just, just so you can understand <laughs> the pantomime, when Maury is looking for the word basketball, he takes his hand and flutters it like it's a like a like a bee wing. You know what I mean? But like dribbling. But like it looks like a little bee wing. Is that what you think dribbling looks like? Mm. Isn't it like this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like you're well, fanning away a fart? Yeah. Yes. I will say he's not getting what he asked for. Right. He's Which, getting you game. doing that looks like a hate crime, Maury. <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm gonna film you and send the video straight to six months. Yeah. He wanted Yeezys. How much are Yeezys? Oh Aren't my they like, God. like six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars? Yeah, they're too too expensive for my taste. Are there only one Yeezys or are there many different no, kinds of Yeezys? There's so many. Okay. But yeah. they're all super expensive like that? Yeah. I wouldn't crazy. even know where to buy them. Oh, dude, like, like you can't line get them up. at Aldo, right? No, you can't. You cannot get them at Aldo. <laughs> you buy them like Foot Locker and stuff. You can. Yeah. So eight hundred dollars? Is they that how much they quick. are? They're like for six, real? Six bales. Six hundred bucks. It's yeah. a lot. They don't man. look like they should be. Oh, wait, that no. Price. They can't no, sorry. That's wrong. They're like maybe in the threes. In the threes? Yeah. Oh, for well, shoes. Go, no, but for shoes. You told me eight hundred dollars. Because they were, weren't they? No. I thought they were eight hundred dollars. Well, now that now that you know that they're three, buy them for your brother. Oh, you can have... afford three hundred dollars shoes. No, I cannot. Yes, you can. Uh, you bought. You spent eighteen hundred bucks on uh, pumpkin art. Yeah, a couple more, weeks that's ago. That's why I can't more. now. You can afford three hundred dollars. It's for your brother. Absolutely, dude. you can afford three hundred dollars. You make good money. But I spent two hundred on my dad. Why? Which <laughs> why Frank? Outdoor lighting he will never use. Oh, what do you mean outdoor lighting he'll? Oh never my use? god! Like, look, sorry guys. More, don't blame don't blame <laughs> us on this. Okay, you're the one that's like singing like a canary. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen up, six nine. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen. You only, you only get in two years. Some of that. Snitches only get two years of prison. Yeah. So uh, Yeezys are three hundred dollars, Maury. Yeah, you can afford that more. You get your brother the Yeezys. Here, look. I you get the Yeezy Desert boots for one seventy. One seventy. That's not okay. One seventy. Oh, not sorry. Bad. Those are kids. Those are kids. He's a kid. Two hundred and eighty bucks for a Yeezy Desert boots. You can do that. You can absolutely do that. Oh my god, I'd be the best brother in the world. Yeah. Well, no, you still wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Hey, Mocha. Yes. You ready? Yes. Let's do the news. <laughs> A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. So uh, Taylor Swift. Is that again? New artist, right? Was the... Uh, at the Woman of the Decade during her acceptance speech at the Billboard's Women in Music event last night in L.A., uh, went all in on Scooter Braun. Listen to this. After I was denied the chance to purchase my music outright, my entire catalog was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlyle Group. Yet, to this day, none of these investors have ever bothered to contact me or my team directly. And of course, Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it, though. And let me just say that the definition of the toxic male privilege in our industry is people saying, but he's always been nice to me when I'm raising valid concerns about artists and their rights to own their music. And of course he's nice to you. If you're in this room, you have something he needs. The fact is that private equity is what enabled this man to think, according to his own social media post, that he could buy me. But I'm obviously not going willingly. There you go. Is this the speech she wanted to make at the AMAs during her other big acceptance? Maybe. Has yeah, to be, right? Maybe, but part of the deal to maybe, yeah, she wasn't like, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, listen, I'm all for artists owning their own music. I think it's weird that they don't, but, you know, you sign a deal and you sign a deal. And I thought, wasn't you can she? Be, you can be pissed off that somebody buys something, but the reality is, it, 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 and it just comes down to the simple fact that somebody sold something that you don't own. Yeah. You know, and it's a terrible reality. And I agree with her that things should change. But Absolutely. wasn't she offered? Weren't her? Wasn't the, part the, of her new deal? According to Scott Borchetta, she was offered the masters she, to everything. She, they were at a point where her contract. This is according to Scott Borchetta. So yeah. there's two, three sides now to this story. His side of the story is that when her deal came to an end, she was shopping around for a new deal. And of course, they have the first right to offer her a new deal, and then she can turn it down and then go somewhere else, which she yeah. did, and she got an incredible deal. But according to Scott Brichetta, part of that deal to re-sign with Big Machine is that she would get full control and ownership over her masters. That was part of that was part of his offer to her. Right. And I guess the other financials with that deal weren't enough. And then she left. And according to him, her quote was, I'm betting on my future, not my past. And so she walked away from her masters. That's what he says. Now, you can still be pissed off, right? And, you know, I, I'm with her. I think that it's, um, Prince had this fight years ago where, you know, artists owning their, their own work. Of course, makes sense. Why not? I would say... But when you signed a deal all those years ago and your parents were involved in everything else, you know, it sucks, man, that somebody sold something that is so personal to you. But the reality is you don't own it. Yeah. 
and it's terrible. And I'm with her. I, I'm, I wish she owned all her stuff. Sure. Everybody should, but yeah. it's not the it's not the situation. But fix it then, which is I'm glad it's what she's doing. You know, if if you got a voice like Taylor Swift does, you know, you use it for as much good as you can. And if she can make change, then make the change. Uh, where are we here? Uh, no more Andrew Shear. He has stepped down. He tweeted, "This was the most difficult decision I've ever had to make. I have to announce my intention to step down as the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. Once a new leader is elected, I am putting my party first and my family first. While Justin Trudeau continues to alienate Western Canada, uh, real people are struggling. This is shameful. Canada's Conservatives stand with the workers, and we will." continue to fight every day to support them, their families, and their communities. And then Justin Trudeau said, uh, I very much uh, wish him all the very best in his next and exciting steps, whatever they are. I want to thank him deeply for his service to Canada on behalf of all Canadians. Wow, uh, even after the man dissed yeah. you. Um, <laughs> Boris Johnson uh, in the UK, four more years of that hair. Yeah. He won like this. You know what? He won I, like a landslide last night. Like I a love landslide. It. I love it. Simple, simply for that hair. So he's the guy that hid in the fridge the other day to try and avoid. Did you see that video? <laughs> I heard so, about it. I didn't watch so it. So Pierce Morgan, it's so great. So I guess at the beginning of the campaign, Pierce Morgan said, "Hey, come on my show and do an interview." And he's like, "Yeah, I will definitely. I promise." And then it was the last day of the campaign, and he hadn't done the show yet. And then Pierce Morgan live during the show sent a camera to go and meet him at like one of his stops, where I guess he was like unloading milk or something like that to do some I don't know charity work. And his the he didn't like the camera there, and the the, the guy kept asking. Questions and then his people took Boris Johnson and put him in a freezer. That's <laughs> <laughs> totally cool, man. Just hide in here. So uh, Lizzo is not banned from the Staples Center. Everybody, Lizzo is not banned from the Staples Center. Was she Center. ever before? Well, a world star hip hop. World star. Uh, <laughs> world star. World star started floating around the store the other day that Lizzo had been banned for life for life yeah. from the Staples Center after she wore uh, nothing but a thong under a dress with the entire back. I only know World Star for uh, fight videos now. Uh, but they say she is not banned from Staples Center and is welcome anytime. That according to oh. the Staples Center president. He goes on to say it's ridiculous that these rumors get started and that people write these types of things without making any attempt to find out the truth. So no, Lizzo is not banned. Uh, where are we here? Uh, the most watched music video of the decade, according to Ed Sheeran. Again, the most watched, mu- according to YouTube. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm reading ahead. <laughs> I'm reading Ed Sheeran. I'm reading ahead. The What's most, the most watched music video of the decade uh, on YouTube. Uh, any idea what number one is? The most watched video of, of the, the decade. decade. Um, it's going to be Drake, and it's going to be in my feelings. Maury, do you have a guess? I was going to. Do see, you know this? No, you don't. No, but I just remember uh, you guys doing stories of uh, YouTube videos when it hit this many million or this many kabillion. I was going to uh, say. Pause for one second. Drake's not on the list. Mocha. He's not no. at all. No, Drake's not in the top ten. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. it's got to be Justin Bieber then. Oh, I was going to say Gangnam Style. Good, good idea, Maury. Gangnam Style is actually number five. Wow, it's Bieber. It's got to be Bieber. Is it Bieber? Uh, Bieber's at number six with Sorry. Ah, frig. At number ten, uh, Thinking Out Loud, Ed Sheeran. Counting Stars, One Republic at number nine. Roar, Katy Perry at number eight. Sugar by Maroon, five at seven. Sorry, Justin Bieber at six. Gangnam Style at five. Uptown Funk at four. See You Again, Wiz Khalifa at three. Rebecca Black Friday. Shape of You, Ed Sheeran at number two. And number one is Despacito. So where's Rebecca Black? Not on there. 
forgot about Despacito. Yeah, right? Everybody forgot about Despacito. 2017. Despacito. They also provided the most watched videos for the 2000s, the 90s, and the 80s as well. Are you interested in those? Yes. Uh, so from the 2000s, at number five was Halo by Beyonce. Mm, good song. Uh, you Belong With Me, Taylor Swift, Bad Romance, Lady Gaga, Numb, Linkin Park, and Crazy Frog by Axel F. <laughs> at number one. <laughs> was that that song? Come on. Ding, 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 Yeah. Uh, the 90s was What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Oh, I love that song. I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston, Zombie, The Cranberry, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. And at number one was November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Oh, yo, that move. Can I tell you that's one of my favorite music videos? Yeah, it's a great music video. Great music video. Beautiful at, video. And as far as the videos from the 80s go, which ones were the most watched in the past 10 years? Uh, Every Breath You Take by The Police, Ooh, Billie Jean one. by Michael Jackson, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cyndi Lauper, Take On Me by Aha, and Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses nice. at number one. Number one and number one. GNR. The Hallmark Channel has reversed its decision over that lesbian ad. This blew up over the weekend, and it was... <sighs> so it wasn't like an ad for a Hallmark property. This was just a commercial mm-hmm. for a company called Zola, which is, I guess, like a wedding planning company or something like that. And the commercial first aired on December 2nd, and that's when a conservative group called a boycott against the Hallmark Channel for running the ad. And in the ad, it features a wedding. It's beautifully shot. And there's two women getting married, and then they're just like there with the officiant, and they kiss as anybody does at the end of a wedding. Beautiful. So then that's when the conserv- a conservative group started saying boycott Hallmark. So Hallmark pulled the ad. Soon as they pulled the ad, everybody else said, well, now you pulled the ad with the two women kissing and you don't pull any of the ads with a hetero couple kissing. So now we're going to say um, ban Hallmark. So at this Ugh. point, everybody was trying Just to banning ban. everyone? Everybody was trying to ban Hallmark, right? <sighs> The Hallmark Channel. It's a free-for-all. It's, it was a free-for-all. And so what wound up happening was uh, Hallmark has now started to rerun the ad. They're going to reinstate the ad. Um, they said this on Sunday. They said, I'm sorry for the hurt and disappointment that this has caused. Hallmark Channel will be reaching out to Zola to reestablish our partnership and reinstate the commercials. We will continue to look for ways to be more inclusive and celebrate our differences. That's what the uh, statement said. So the commercial back on Hallmark. But none of the programming was affected. No, none of the programming okay. was affected. Because, I love, no, I'm not going to lie, I love I, all the movies. When I first heard the story, I thought that they pulled like a show or one of those Christmas movies that just featured a gay couple. And I was right. like, wow, this seems really late in the game to be pulling something like that. Yeah. But it was a, just a commercial for a wedding planning mm. site where it was two brides who kissed. And it was, I don't know, it was a beautiful commercial. It, was like, it looked like a normal commercial. Yeah. There was nothing like abnormal about the commercial whatsoever. Like it fit into, even the tone was very Hallmark. Yeah. Like it was designed to run on Hallmark Channel. Uh, but that's, know, that's USA, USA. Uh, Clint Eastwood's uh, Richard Jewell absolutely tanked at the box office. It was his worst opening <gasps> ever. And a Who? lot of this. Wait, Clint, what's, Clint Eastwood directed Richard Jewell, that movie about the Olympic Park bomber that we were talking about. Where, oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. So what happened was is this the character in the movie, uh, who was the writer for the Atlanta Journal Constitution, in the movie, Clint Eastwood took liberties, as some people do often. Uh, 
often with when you're telling real life stories where they had this woman, Kathy Scruggs, who is a reporter in the film. She sleeps with an FBI agent to get information. So right. she uses sex for info. And everybody who knows this woman, because she's since passed, everybody who knows this woman who has ever worked with her in her family, there was no evidence to say that that ever happened. So the artistic liberty that Clint Eastwood took was to give this outstanding journalist this sort of subplot where she sleeps with people for information. But yet her character is real, but the FBI guy that she sleeps with, they didn't use his real name. So he's now a fictional character that she then sleep like and everybody's like you can't do this man yeah like there's like artistic liberties but then there's just, just straight this. up lying yeah there's just this which is just you're taking a person you're rewriting their whole history yeah based on using like the worst thing a reporter can do you're accusing this woman of doing and so that campaign worked and the movie tanked which really, that movie should be in consideration for awards, yeah. right? Like, it's, Not a, it's a Clint Eastwood movie. That's just how things normally work. But as the box office goes, Jumanji number one, sixty point one million dollars. Oh, hell yeah! Uh, taking down Frozen two. However, Frozen two did pass the billion dollar mark. That becomes the sixth Disney film of the year to hit a billion dollars. On the sixth one of the year, Scarlett Johansson was on SNL over the weekend, and uh, during the, uh, I guess it was the, it was maybe the, the opening monologue, she referred to Colin Jost as the love of her life. Oh, it's great to have you all back, and I just want to say that this place means so much to me. I have so many friends here, and I met the love of my life here. I like them as a couple. Yeah, no, so do I. Harvey Weinstein, who's been accused, as we know, of sexual misconduct by 80 women, claims that he should actually be remembered for what he did for women in the movie industry. In an interview with the New York Post, after he underwent back surgery, back surgery. So he did need those massages? Huh? Like that wasn't just a line? Come on, man. Right? Guy's an animal. What an animal. You see walking around with a walker? He's walking around with a walker. Oh, why? Right? So people can feel sorry for him? Yeah, yeah. It's it's Dumbass. yeah. So he's walking around with a walker and everybody's like, he's totally faking it. And then somebody took a picture of him in like a Costco or something like that. I don't know if it was a Costco. But he was in like a Costco walking normally, and then he was walking around with a walker again. And I'm wondering if he's the kind of low life that would go and get back surgery just to prove that he has a bad back. You know what I mean? Like just to get the sympathy. Like how far are you willing to take the lie? Like how far are you willing to take your like your? I don't think he self? did that. You I think, think he just so? no. I just think he's straight faking it. Uh, so listen to what he says here. He says that he feels like a forgotten man, as you should. Uh, he told the outlet, "I made more movies directed by women and about women than any filmmaker, and I'm talking about 30 years ago. I'm not talking about now when it's in vogue. I did it first. I pioneered it. Yeah, oh, and God. you also took advantage." of every single one of them. Like you can't be accused of sexual misconduct by 80 women and then go, yeah, but I got them all work. Yeah. Like it doesn't work that way. You can't settle for $25 million with the women who accused you of sexual misconduct and go, yeah, but the Golden Globe, right? And also- Like you don't get to do that. And also using the, uh, the insurance company that you're working with. Yeah, it doesn't make people like you. 
Like it's not to pay it, the money back. It's not. It, it's not how that works, man. Anyway, he's so gross. Harvey Weinstein is so gross. Stop what you're doing right now and go and look for the new trailer for Top Gun. Oh come on! Yeah, bro. Is another one? Oh yeah, dropped. It, yeah, dropped this morning. It's so good. Is it really? Oh, it's so good. This movie is going to make so like much what makes money. It, what makes it good? Oh. I can put it quite simply, actually, which is out of all the things from your youth that people have revisited all those years later, there's a tone that's missing. There's some element of it that made you love it that is now gone and it's replaced with something that somebody thinks a new generation of people will love. And this new Top Gun trailer has none of that. This new Top Gun trailer, I can safely say, is that if you are a Top Gun fan from all those years back, this trailer is the only movie that you would be satisfied if they made. Really? Yeah. It it is everything that made Top Gun great is in this trailer. And there's no sign of anything that will put off a Top Gun fan. Wow. Play, play a little bit of it. Just listen to the listen to the first like couple things where like the guy's describing Maverick. Bro. Ooh, I like it already. Thank you. Your instructor is one of the finest pilots this program has ever produced. His exploits wow. are legendary. Oh, that's Maverick. Right? That's Maverick. What he has to teach you may very well mean the difference between life and death. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I'm here for it. And then right after that, they cut to a scene of Maverick standing at the head of this room where all these generals are there. And Maverick goes, you know, I never thought I'd get an invitation back here. And the guy looks at him and goes, they're called orders, Maverick. Oh, (laughs) in your face, hotshot. The FBI has busted an illegal streaming site that had more content than Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu combined. Hold on, what? Yeah, uh uh-huh. What's the What's uh, a streaming site you ask? Well, I guess Wait, what did you say? What's a streaming site? Yeah, what is a streaming site? Yeah. I don't know what that is. I guess it's a site that you can go to much like Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu and yeah. stream things, but maybe there's not a monthly fee. Oh, really? Maybe, maybe it's not all above board. I'm not 100% Weird. sure what a streaming site is. Just to warn people, are we allowed to say yeah. the name of the, the site? Uh, yeah, it was uh, I Stream It All and Jetflix. All right, stay away from those sites, people. <laughs> uh, the FBI scored a major win in the battle against piracy. They say uh, last week prosecutors secured guilty pleas from the programmers behind iStreamItAll and Jetflix. According to the Department of Justice, the subscription-based platform had more than 118,000 TV episodes Holy and 11,000 movies. <laughs> Oh my God. Are you serious? That's a lot. More, more content than Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu combined. So there you go. So wait, are those sites down then? I believe they are. I don't oh. know. I wouldn't even know how to find these sites. Hmm, interesting. Uh, TTC Fair Hike was approved. 
the TTC board has approved the 10 cent fare hike as part of the 2020 budget. The cash fare will not change, but the rates for tokens and the fare for seniors and youths will rise by 10 cents effective March 1st. The monthly pass is uh, also rising about $5. The TTC has also approved the hiring of 50 more transmit transit enforcement officers mm. to crack down on fare evasion. This is TTC CEO Rick Leary. You remember the well, EAG gave a report, gave us a report and identified almost $60 million, a minimum of $60 million in fare evasion. We actually just recently went out and did our own audit with our own auditors. And we're seeing some significant fare evasion in areas where I believe people can afford it. So we're going to be out there. Uh, people are going to be on these vehicles as if they're staples. And uh, we're going to change the culture. People who can pay should pay. What about the people who can't pay? Do they still not have to pay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm. Like, there's always walking. Like, I think we're forgetting about that, right? What if it's like blocks and blocks? Blocks. You can't walk blocks? I mean, I could walk blocks. Thank you. Also, I want to know what neighborhoods, according to him, he feels that people can afford it. That's a slippery you know slope. I mean? There's no way in hell. Like now I want a breakdown. Now no. I want a breakdown from yeah, the man. There's no way uh-huh. he's going to say that. That's yeah, just like exactly. more problems opening up exactly. for him. Exactly. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter has uh, put out their list of the 25 best performances in the film for the year. Uh, Aquafina for The Farewell is in there. Antonio Banderas wow. for Paint and Glory is in there. Timothée Chalamet for Little Women is in there. Uh, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers, Eddie Murphy in Dolomite, uh, Lupita Nyong'o in Us, Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker. Yo, there's a lot of talk about that Dolomite movie. I still haven't seen it. I think I'm going to have to. You haven't? But did you watch any of the old Dolomite movies? I don't even know what a Dolomite is. Okay, so, yeah. But I know Eddie Murphy, like, his name in the past two weeks have been has been popping up on all these lists on the best performance of Dolomite. I don't know what that is. So Dolomite was a a series of films back in the day that were sort of like black exploitation. You know when like there was just like that series of movies where the the entire cast was all black and then like the hero knew Kung Fu and they like fought crime, but they were sort of, the movies were hacked together and none of them were very good, but they all did very well right. because the audience was just so dying for something like that. Yeah. So there was a series of movies called Dolomite by the stand-up comic slash singer who desperately wanted to become famous. Yeah. And so he created this character Dolomite who was sort of like a pimp crime you know what i mean <laughs> right yeah, sure I'm and, down. and they just made the most ridiculous movies ever and so this movie is about the guy who becomes dolomite oh okay right so it's eddie, sure, eddie murphy it. as the real life guy it's funny yeah like dolomite right. is a really it's it. a really because uh, my brother and i used to watch the dolomite movies we used oh, to really? yeah because we used to work at a video store and bring them home all the time and we just used to laugh they're so ridiculous yeah right? all right i'll watch it they're so ridiculous uh mark hamill on the red carpet last <gasps> night or sorry, excuse me the blue carpet last night oh uh, the blue carpet for the rise of Skywalker. I am so excited. Like, I mean, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. everybody's excited. I'm not the only one. Yeah, I want it to be good. I really do. I think everybody does. Uh, but uh, Mark Hamill on uh, what he wants to say to the fans as we all sort of collectively go into this, uh, saying goodbye to Luke Skywalker and the Skywalker saga and really the end of... Star Wars as we know it before. The yeah, uh, no, I just, you know, like I say, I, I've said it before, but uh, they're more than fans. They feel like family. So I hope they enjoy it. And if they don't, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to happen. 
So, <laughs> LA premiere last night. Um, you and I get to see it today. Um, when are we allowed to talk about it? Talk tomorrow. about it. Oh, okay, perfect. Tomorrow. Uh, the uh, the sort of embargo, the the code of the cone of silence gets lifted at uh, midnight LA time. Because so three a.m. Toronto time. I've seen Star Wars trend since I woke up this morning on Twitter, and I've been staying away from the hashtag because it's all the reaction. Yeah. To uh, to the movie. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Before we get to the questions, let me give a shout out to Brian who sent us a note. Hi guys, I came to Canada five years ago, heard oh, you guys yeah. on the radio, and now I'm glad that I found your podcast. Really amazing. Much love to Mocha, Roz, and Maury. Rock on, guys. Oh uh, yeah. So sounds like, thank sounds you like very a white much, Brian. dude. Bet you that guy's white. <laughs> it's spelled B-R-Y-A-N. So right? oh, guaranteed. Yeah, totally. totally. Uh, so thank you very much, Brian. All right, let's go to the phones. KD, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's your question? Oh, so my question was, uh, I want to know how long is the perfect nap for you? So I say like 30 minutes to an hour is a good nap. 30 Ooh. minutes to an hour is the perfect nap time. That is good. I would say no more than an hour and a half. I sleep two hours. That's a long That's time. That's a sleep. It's a long time. But is it still asleep if it's two hours on the couch? Yeah. See, it's tough. The, the, the per- We've talked so much about this, which are like the parameters of napping versus sleeping and yeah. what are the sort of rules and should there even be rules. But for me, I can nap, right? Like I can nap for as long as I have available. So if I close, I've, if I have 20 minutes and I'm like, I'm going to take 20 minutes and just crash out, I can crash out for 20 minutes. If I have 90 minutes, I'll take 90 minutes. I rarely do nap. I do my most of my napping on the weekend when I don't have to be up for really anything, yeah. right? And, yeah. and in that case, um, I usually like to go around. For me, 90 minutes is like the perfect I agree. amount. It's the perfect amount of time. It's just simply because based around life as well. Like if I don't want to, because I'll never like go, you know, to the bedroom or whatever to take a nap. I always like to, to just sort of crash out. And if Rox is like, hey, can I put a movie on? Can I watch a, a Netflix movie, right? I'll be like, yeah, cool. And most kids' movies are like 90 minutes. Yeah. And then so she'll cuddle up with me. We'll grab a pillow. She'll cuddle up with me me i'll sort of like lie down on the other part of the couch just take my hat or a pillow and just sort of like put it over my eyes and then i crash out until the movie's done right so it's a perfect 90 minutes we we get to cuddle we're hanging out and she watches a movie and i nap so i would say she wake you when it's done like is that the rule no i I, honestly i wake up after 90 minutes like i'm i'm really good at that but i would say 90 minutes to me is the like the absolute perfect afternoon nap on like a Sunday. Yeah, I say if I sleep anywhere for like 45 minutes or less, I wake up feeling even worse than... If I didn't take a nap, I just feel extremely, extremely groggy. I'm telling you, caffeine, caffeine naps. Have you done that? You know, I've tried that. I'm just like so tired all the time. I've tried the caffeine nap. And have you heard of this, KD, the caffeine nap? No, I haven't. No, but the caffeine nap, you can't go 90 minutes though. Right, the ca- oh, okay. ca- caffeine nap like forty five, right? Okay. Yeah, if you have like I've, if you have like forty five, so I've my, tried it. Doesn't so work. My thing for is me that at least when I'm extremely tired and I'm like I need a nap, right? I mm. will instead of feeling groggy at the end of it, what I do is I'll go and I'll grab a cup of coffee and I'll just down the cup of coffee or like three quarters of it or wherever, and then I put my head down and I crash out before the caffeine has had a chance to kick in. But then when uh. I wake, but then when I wake up, the caffeine is already doing its thing, and you wake up and you're ready to just roll. You're ready to rock and roll, oh, okay. as Brian said. 
Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, KD. Thanks so much, bro. Hey, can I say some, oh. can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah dude. Man. So we're going to the new decade, right? Yeah. And uh, I just want to say, I think we need to retire uh, Smooth Cool Dude. And instead, in the new decade, we should use Smooth Cool Boomer. Okay, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Done. Done. Stop it. I love it. I'm 45, jackass. <laughs> Thanks, KD. I love you guys. Right, love you love too, you bro. Too, Later. What were you going to say about napping, I was just going to say, I sometimes do the complete opposite of the caffeine nap, and if I want a really good nap, I'll swig um, some NyQuil mm. and put myself to sleep and wake up feeling amazing. But even when you're not sick, you'll drink NyQuil? Just for the sleep agent that's in it, then so, you get a good deep so sleep. So why don't you just use sleeping pills? Well, I don't know. I just like the taste of it. Like NyQuil. other housewives who are unhappy with their <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Julia Jeez. asks, has Maury changed the clothes pegs Ugh. that you guys use for the game Pinched? So we've been playing the Razamoka original game Pinched two, for two how many years now? Two, two years. And yeah. the clothes pegs that we pin on one another in and on the ears, in and on the mouth, in and on the chest. The nose. Uh, in and on the nose, um, body hair. Underarm, like everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the answer to that question, Julia, is hell no. No, Maury has not. So all the clothes pegs that were used, and we discovered this real late too. And the yeah. look on Mocha's face was just absolute, like horrified. Like the the idea that you would have five clothes pegs, so ten, say five on each. And Mocha was right; they're in your ears and in your nose and on your tongue and everything else. And when we're done the game, Maury would just clean them all up and put them back in the bag to use for the next time. <laughs> yeah, and so nobody gross. nobody realized that that's what was happening. It's so disgusting. <laughs> so gross. So I'm not I'm not playing the game until we get new clothes pegs. Until we get new clothes pegs. I agree. Yeah, I'm not playing buy like five bags of clothes pegs. Well, then we, I guess no. you got to buy five bags of clothes pegs. No, how many are how many clothes pegs are in a bag? Yeah, like forty in a bag. Yeah, there's the, between you, twenty-five. Yeah, and you and Mocha maybe sometimes use eight during yeah. the game. Yeah, right? no, I just You're have good. to get a year's supply in advance and just put them away. <laughs> You're going to be fine. Supply. You're going to be fine. <laughs> it's called Dollarama. Yeah. That's You're where good. are from. <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, Morgan asks if any of us have uh, New Year's resolutions. Interesting. I tend not to do New Year's resolutions and not because I want to be like above them or whatever else. I just tend to not do New Year's resolutions. That's all. Yes. Uh, but if I had to choose a New Year's resolution, I, I think that... I think I, I'm at a point now where I've never been unhealthy or out of shape, but I think now at the age that I am, I actually have to put effort into making sure that I don't become unhealthy or out of shape. Yeah. You know, right now I'm just regular. I have a regular body. I deal with regular no, no, amounts dude, of physical dude, activity. Great. Thank you, Maury. I deal with regular amounts of physical activity, but I think now I need to just try a little bit. Yeah. So, and, and it's not a resolution. This is just like something that I knew was coming. You know what I yeah. mean? You but see what about it, old you dog see it coming. Tricks. What do you mean? Nothing. Well, no, what do you mean? No, I just mean like, are you too late in the game? Too late in the game? No, to, you're to, never, to what? never too late, Roz. Thank you, Mocha. I just mean like, is it, are you, like, is it too late to start changing your body? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. Because I, I can adapt to anything. I just never want to. Oh, fair. Yeah, anybody can adapt. Do you have any New Year's resolutions, Maury? Um, I want to work on just going to the gym more, the usual mm -hmm. wannabe, spend more time with Matthew if I can, if I want to. 
<laughs> you sound like you're being forced to say wow. this right now. Wow. Um, and Listen, the, it's totally cool to not answer the question wow, if you man. don't want yeah. to answer. You don't have to lie and say you want to spend time with your husband. <laughs> but more, you, how, you already go to the gym so much, man. I know, but like maybe the whole if I go to the gym, maybe it's eating healthy kind of thing, so I don't have to. You be not forced. if it is. Well, that eating way I'm healthy. not forced into a year-end juice cleanse every but, year. But you know, you know what's so interesting though forced. is that forced. <laughs> Matthew. You said if you don't do the juice cleanse, we're not going to New York. Okay, well, you got you listen. Your your problem is not a couple extra pounds, Maury. Okay, that's that's a sim, that's a it's a symptom of the larger problems, which is you live with somebody who tells you that if you don't lose weight, you're not going on a trip <laughs> on the family trip. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the problem. Gaining gaining a few pounds is a symptom of the problem. Wait, so if you didn't lose the weight, though, right? Would Matthew go without you? Oh, I'm sure he'll let me go. You just won't see any pictures. Right. Or there won't be any, like, fooling around in the hotel and all Which that stuff. Which is my favorite. Right, yeah. So are you losing weight just to have Christmas sex in hotel New York? Hotel Christmas sex. But is that, is that the reason why you're losing weight? Well, it's worth it. Yeah. Jeez, man. Could you mind starving yourself for so three my, weeks no, my plan for, for one night of romance yeah. with the person you're married to? And if you get to New York, you do that right away. Then you can go to, you know, have some mac and cheese. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's so funny. A lot though. of goals, huh? Yeah, goals, right? Chuck. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's interesting with, with straight couples and, and, uh, and gay couples because, you know, guys are very visual. You know, guys are... They have a certain, whether you're gay or straight, you, you're attracted to the same thing where when you're married to a woman, like Catherine has, I don't even know if Catherine has ever even made a comment about my body. Like, I don't yeah. even, I don't even know, like, like in any sort of even remotely negative way, because she, that's not what women fall in love with. You know, like they, they may like it in aesthetics and everything else, but that's not the thing that keeps them around. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's everything else. It's, Could you imagine? it's your sarcasm and your sense of humor and your, you know, your comfort and, you know, your camaraderie and your partnership, all this other stuff is above whether I've gained 10 pounds. Like, can you imagine if you went home and Catherine <laughs> said to you, listen, we have this amazing family vacation plan, yeah. but you can't go until yeah. you drop X amount of pounds. Yeah. You're going on a juice cleanse. Yeah. I would not stop laughing until next year. <laughs> <laughs> I would find it hysterical. Now, now, uh, you know, Catherine can say very much, hey, listen, you're 45 and, you know, you've lived a, you know, a life less ordinary filled with, you know, alcohol and, and everything else, <laughs> you know, maybe don't, you know, maybe like, maybe not have fries with every meal, right? And maybe could you try to like work out just for your health reasons, because we want you around for as long as we possibly can. Ooh, she, no fries with every can, meal? She can say that, right? She <sighs> could, she could say what that. What about the stat you once said that there's no 90 year old six foot three people? Well, that's, and that's a whole other thing. Uh, but no, she watched me last night i had four tacos and chili fries oh, bro delicious right? oh my god dinner was yeah. so good last how night. quickly did it take for you to fall asleep like pass out oh we put on <laughs> so terrible i'm so predictable because i'll sit beside her and i'm like hey babes look at us we're just like chilling we're watching netflix everything else and then eventually my body just starts to slide down the couch <laughs> and and i put my head on a pillow and she goes here we go <laughs> right and i go what she's like i'm gonna be watching the show that you picked alone in about five minutes right and i go i go no you won't and then the next day, she's like, hey, do you want to finish watching that show? And I go, yeah, but you got to fill me in. She's like, why do I got to fill you in? I'm like, because I fell asleep five minutes into it. Because I hide my face, right? Uh -huh. So she okay. doesn't know. She doesn't, she doesn't know. check in going, are you still awake? 
No, she doesn't hit I'm, you. No, no, I'm very good at answering questions out of a dead sleep. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm very like I'm very good. I will always hear just that one thing that happened on the show as I'm coming to, and I just repeat what the character said. Right? <laughs> so like I'll be I'll be sound asleep, and Catherine will go, "Oh my god!" And I'll wake up and go. Oh my God, I knew it was the father. <laughs> That's a great trick. Right? That's what I do. And then I just put my, I close my eyes again. I'm like, I'm good for another 10. Oh my God, scissors in the uh, eyes. Yeah. I knew it. Yes, yes, right? <laughs> so I'm, I got really, really good at that. But uh, but no, I, 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 I think that when it comes to your health, you're sort of responsible for it. Now, if your motivation is to just do it for aesthetics so your partner finds you physically attractive, then that's a whole other reason. I just don't live that life. I don't think you live that no, life, No, not at all. Right? No. No. Like, if you packed on 30 pounds, let's just say, I don't think Jenna's going to look at you any differently. No. No. Not at all. And right. she was, sure as hell would not make me go on a right. freaking juice yeah. cleanse. Now, it Mark, would be nice to button up my suit jacket. No, no. Then do it for you. I'm, I'm yeah. saying you can do anything you want to do it for you. But you're in a relationship where that physical, that sort of aesthetic, right, the has to be appealing to the eye, mm -hmm. is what both of you, both being men, are both attracted to. Of course. Right? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yes. But I say you, you, like, I have my dad's body. Sorry. Right. Wow. Um, does that turn him on? God. Frank's body? Yeah. Maury's like, like, hey, listen, you know you married my dad's body. Is Matthew then like, get those pants off now? <laughs> Bring Frank's body over here. <laughs> uh, Shannon says here, uh, or asks, what's the best random act of kindness you've received? Oh, received. I guess, I guess like what, ever or just most recently. Well, recently, I dropped a glove and someone behind me was like, excuse me, you dropped your glove. Ran but that's not like a random act of kindness. That's just somebody being polite. No, I guess somebody could have stole his glove, but I don't know what you do with one glove at that point. Hmm. I don't know about like ever. I know like most recently when I went to the Tim Hortons drive-thru that I go to mm -hmm. every morning, the guy, I think it was like last Friday maybe, he didn't take my money. He was like, no worries. Just really? have a nice day. You know, nothing. It's on like me. And I was like, oh man, thanks. That's so nice. I got one more. On the flight home, the steward that was going around giving everybody their water. The steward? Like that there was more them? than one steward? The steward. The stewardess? Steward? Oh, the steward. steward. Not steward. <laughs> I was like, who's Stuart? My whole life, I thought it was Stuart. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. So the Stuart. Yeah, so Stuart. The Stuart gave me free wine, free Pepsi, Pause. and an iPad. Do you know anybody named Stuart? Uh, yeah, a couple of people. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it now, Yeah. I don't know anybody named Stuart. No? No. Never met a Stuart? Stu? Yeah. You never met a Stu? Oh, yeah. There's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that works here in our production yeah. department. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Stuart. yeah. So one. All right, so anyway, Stuart. sorry. You're hanging out with somebody named Stuart. The Stuart gave me free Stuart. wine, free pizza, and an iPad to watch a movie on. Hold on a second. And sat with me and talked to me. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know how this goes. Okay. You, as Maury Sherman, real life, damn it, Maury, that we know, mm -hmm. probably called the airline. This time you're wrong. And said, as you pretended, we've heard the story of your uh, your pretend agent. Mark um, Bentley. Mark Bentley yeah. that will call places to get you free stuff to say, hey, my client, very important, big shot. He's going to be flying with your airline if you want to throw his, him a couple of things. It's his birthday. Yeah. yeah. No, this time, no. No, the steward had a bit of a crush. You think he was flirting with you? He was flirting. How many people yeah. were on the plane? Was right. it packed flight? No, there's like maybe seven people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Stuart was being polite. <laughs> Again, polite versus yeah. random act of kindness. Yeah. Well, you didn't I, have to give me the wine, pizza, and iPad. 
I don't know if anybody's ever done anything kind for me. What? Oh, that's not no, true. No, I don't have that face. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't have the face that somebody wants to help out or do something nice for. Like, I've never been in line where somebody's paid for something in front of me. Oh, I've really? Nev- no. I've never experienced that. Like, I, I'll get stuff for free, right? Yeah. But I, But it's never, I don't think anybody ever does it just to be kind. Hmm. I don't well, know. That's unfortunate. Maybe maybe you're drinking in public and somebody decided not to call let's the cops. Not, why are you, let's not talk Bro, about me drinking in public. Snitch. Why are you always snitching <laughs> you, on the guy? Why are you got to Like every single like podcast, that. I'm sure you've snitched on him like at least once. Like you're the worst. You really are. No, no, and then on the live radio something. show, you snitch all the, all time. the time. Like it's surprising. Snitching yeah. if it's something you've already talked about. No, you to- you talked about one time where I drink in public <laughs> before I get on. You know what I mean? I, do- I tell you what, I won't do that. This no, time. I don't need you to know that stuff. And then you wonder why I don't tell you things because you're a snitch. Yeah, you, you really are the biggest snitch I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a huge snitch. And I bet you've always been a snitch too, weren't you? You were a snitch when you were younger, right? No, no, no. I wanted friends then. Yeah. Yeah. But when they didn't want to be friends with you. No, you snitched. I you know snitched you on snitched. them, didn't you? No, I never snitched on. No, no, not at high school. No, no, Nothing? No, no not no, at all. No, really. I Who am I going to snitch on in high school? Okay, outside of Roz, other than Roz right now, mm-hmm. who else recently have you snitched on? I think I snitched on my own husband. To who? To who? I think like a coworker or something <gasps> when I was like. What? To one of those, chatting with one of his coworkers. He was like, he was home for lunch and was running late. And I messaged going. He's still here. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Nobody put your fat ass on his shoes. <laughs> 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 oh, damn. God, I would lose my mind. <laughs> I really would, man. I would like. Oh, I would. My, I can't believe you did that. No. To your own husband. No. Oh, my God. All right. Tanya asks, uh, do you want your child to grow up more like you or more like your significant other? I would say overall more like Catherine. I would also say overall, not more like Catherine, but I yes. would want uh, our son to grow up more like Jenna. Right. Because it was it, would it be bad for you to say that you want them to be like you? No, 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 no not at all. Not at all. I hope that she gets, like, here's my thing, though, is that I, I, I want her to have Catherine's overall disposition and demeanor and just always leading with kindness because mm-hmm. that is what Catherine is. She is first and foremost out of anything, all the things that she is, she's a kind person who is a helping individual and she's the most empathetic person i've ever met in my life and so i hope roxy has that but then there's parts of me that i really wish that she has as well but i would sacrifice all of those if it meant one or the other like Mm. if they had to take on all of the personality traits from one of the parents i would 100 percent say go with all of those as opposed to all of these does she ever do like a bad Roz trait and you're like don't do that um no, not really. No, because she's a kind kid, right? Like she doesn't, she, really she, doesn't yeah, she doesn't try and screw uh, people over and she doesn't lie and she doesn't and and she's yeah, she's very she's like a very empathetic kid already, which is really great. She's oh. she's extremely compassionate. We found out on I think it was on Friday or yeah. on Thursday our son Cruz who's 2. Yeah lied like this is the first time that we found out that yeah. he lied for the first time to his Who teacher oh his teacher to his teacher uh because he pooped in his diaper <laughs> that's not a that's <laughs> no, not no, a no, lie no, no. okay no, here no. we go here's here where the go. lie comes in yeah. all right yeah oh no so, he's in training undies right oh no so the teacher said to him cruz yeah uh did you do a poo yeah and like 
what we were told is without skipping a beat, yeah. he said no, and he pointed to the to another kid <gasps> in the class and said, so and so did it. No. Yeah. So it was already, it was, it was like he's was wearing it though, right? Yeah. Like he's wearing it. Yeah. Okay. So it's he was not like, it's no, so and so did it. So it's not like he changed, cleaned up the evidence. And no, then no, 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 so no. So he's wearing poo. Like at this he had point. the poo in, in his there. in his training undies. Okay. And yes. the teacher said, and still blamed it. Did you poo? And he was yeah. like, nope, so no, and so did it. No, that other kid did <laughs> like, it. Oh, no. But the smells, yeah. the smells following kids everywhere. No, I know. Kids, but Maury, what you know, it says all kids smell eventually in that class. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, like yeah. every, everybody, everybody reeks. So, so, not, so not only did he lie, but he pointed the finger. Yeah. Oh, I know. Are you secretly proud? No, that's, that's I don't want my kid to be a snitch, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> don't be a snitch like that's, Maury. Yeah, look at Maury, so proud. <laughs> Maury's proud of your, of your kid. High five, and don't freaking lie, dude. Yeah, it's like, so funny. We, we have this conversation all the time about snitching where I'm always like, I'll tell Rox. I'm like, listen, man, you got to stop snitching. And Catherine's like, it's not snitching. It's telling the truth and being responsible. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a fine line between what those situations are. And she's like, yeah, but this situation, I'm like, that kind of sounds like snitching. And Catherine's like, no, that is telling the truth and being responsible. It's called being honest. She's like, don't tell the kid not to snitch. And I'm like, so we have that argument all the time yeah. now. Right? And I'm like, still snitching. <laughs> right? And then what happens? Roxy snitches on me. Right? Dad said. Yeah, exactly. No, she'll, no, I told you this. I've said this before. She'll always walk over to my computer and, uh, and she looks at what I, whatever I'm looking at and she's like, do you need a, and then she just starts shouting it out loud. <laughs> right? And I'm like, listen, do man. Do you need a, another large bag of fertilizer? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, get out, get out of here. And then her favorite thing. Thing, always her biggest troll that she does is I'll be on my computer and she will just walk by and go, Dad, what does add to cart mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Catherine yells, What are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. And she she's buying another bag of fertilizer for the lawn. Like I was looking at something. I have no privacy in my house. I was looking at something yesterday. Uh, just what I saw something and I clicked on it, right? And then Catherine walked by and she's like, you are not spending $40 on a box of cereal. <laughs> right? But like, I, I was, I had no intention of spending $40 yeah. on a box. I was just it's looking part at... Part of the story that you were reading. Part of the story $40. that I was... I don't know. It was, it was just like something I was interested in. And then you know what? I lost interest immediately and I closed the page. Oh, you man. Because I got accused of spending $40 on cereal. Like, I have no privacy in my in my house. And it's by design. But still, I have no I have no, I have no. Pri- privacy in my house. Candace has a great question. And yeah. this is just about the show. How do you guys decide slash figure out who says what or who handles what part of the show slash interviews? It always feels so smooth and you guys don't talk over each other, but it never feels rehearsed. So curious how you plan out the show behind the scenes. Oh God. I would say that the, as, as far as all that stuff goes, we're planning this, all those things up behind the scenes. That stuff isn't planned out behind the scenes. I think that you just develop a rhythm and, and there's a, there's a definite rhythm to the show. And I know Mocha well enough to know when he's going to say something and sort of when he's done saying what he's saying. And I think that that's just, you understand how people talk and it's just a, it's like being in a band, you know, and I always say this, I'm like, it's like being, this show is like being in a band where everybody 
everybody sort of plays. We're all great musicians. Everybody plays a different instrument. But when you're great musicians, you can just walk into a room with other great musicians and start jamming. And nobody's going to try and do what the other person does because that's just not my instrument, right? It's just everything just sort of all works together. And that takes practice. Like any great band, it takes practice. And so what you're hearing when, you know, it sounds effortless or we're not talking over each other or there's always a punchline or whatever it is. It's just practice from doing the show for all these years. Yeah, I would say everything just kind of flows uh, real natural because, as you said, like we all know each other pretty well. So we know how we're going to react to things. Uh, We all know generally how someone or what someone's going to say. So it's just nothing is rehearsed by no no means. Uh, Everything is just takes its natural course. Yeah. Faoud asks, what's something you collected as a kid? Did you think that what you collected would be worth something someday? And is it? I don't really, I didn't really have a collection as a kid. I know Maury did. Maury, you collected what, like stamps? I collected, because I continued my grandfather's stamp collection, right? right. So it was always cool when I'd go over and he'd babysit me that he would, all right, let's put the stamps in the thing. So I continued that on, and then when he passed, I was given his stamp collection. But Maury also collects, like, uh, uh, Hard but, Rock but, but, Cafe shot glasses. Yeah, that was <laughs> right? older. Um, subway tickets from over the years. When I was a kid, and I still have the my collections, I had a sticker collection. Yeah. And I had, like, a... Puffy stickers? What's remember, that? Remember Puffy stickers? I had. I yeah. still have them in the binder. In a sticker book? Yeah. My and mom Chiquita bought me a sticker book stickers. one time, and I was like, I don't want the hell I a sticker book for. And did you use it? No! Oh. <laughs> That's for the scratch and sniff ones. No. Yeah, I used to love a scratch and sniff. Uh-huh. Um, so toxic. <laughs> so toxic. It's just chemicals. It was all just oil. Like, that's yeah. all it was, right? Uh, well, did and you garbage pail uh, cards. Yeah. Did garbage you have a, Did you have a collection, Mocha, of I anything? Not really. Like, I had, like, wrestling action figures and So stuff. did I, but they were toys. But they were right? toys. Yeah. Uh, there was one time in my life where I thought making the investment was the smart thing to do. Okay. It was when I was working at the Bay. Mm-hmm. And the Star Wars prequels came out. Oof. And they had just released the toys. In the toy section, they had all the toys on display. And I went and I picked one of each. Yeah. And I bought them. I spent, I don't even know, a lot of money, dude. Like, I probably spent that weekend's paycheck. Yeah, that's like hundreds of dollars, like a couple hundred bucks. And I was like, one of these days, this collection is going to be worth something. And? And I still have them in the Bay bag, wrapped up. They still have, like, the price stickers on them and everything. But I have, like, the... Um, what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson's character, yeah. Mace Windu. Yeah. I have Anakin, I believe, as a kid and as uh, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. And I have Darth Maul and I have Queen Amidala and I believe a Jar Jar Binks. Man, those wow. things ain't worth nothing. No, they're not worth Because everybody that. hated those prequels. Uh, yes. Hated. Right. So yeah. what are you going to do with them? Yeah, no, they just know. hang out with they're them. They're like actually like in my parents' basement still. Yeah. 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 That's the problem is when you when you gamble on the wrong thing, right? <sighs> you can gamble on the wrong thing and you can spend a lot of money. Ask more. You can spend a lot of money yeah. gambling on the wrong thing. I'm just waiting for several artists to die so I can have some money. Yeah. <laughs> which artists are you waiting hopefully which artists if they died do you think you would most benefit from well, we bought like when we were on a cruise ship to a, a cruise to alaska we bought a piece of art 
from this guy Krasniansky, yeah. and he's 93. I'm like, please die already. But, but would it go up in value, do you think, if he died? Maybe by a little bit. Right now it's worth like 900 bucks. But like which piece do you have in your house right now of a known artist that if they died, you think you would benefit the most from? Oh, probably the spray paint cans from Mr. Brainwash. So you think that if Brainwash died, that those would be worth more? Maybe Wait a minute, a but that painting yeah. that you bought, right? On the cruise ship? Yeah, like would it even be worth anything if it was, like was it an original that they were selling? It's a numbered the print. Cruise ship. Oh God, here we go with the print. So it's a numbered print. <laughs> yeah. So you Ross bought calls them photocopies. Yeah. So you bought a photocopy on a cruise ship <laughs> that you're hoping that this 90 year old that when he dies is going to be worth what thousands? That I'm hoping. How much did you pay for it? I think at the time we paid like fifteen hundred. You paid fifteen hundred dollars for it. Wait, but then you but just the thing said is when you go on these cruise ships. They uh, and you go to the art auctions. They give you champagne. You feel like you're. You went to an special. auction on a cruise ship. All cruise ships have art auctions. Wait, wait, really? stop, stop, stop. Yeah, but didn't you thing. just say that it's worth nine hundred dollars now? Yeah, I think it went down in value because there was a whole story <laughs> in the news <laughs> on how this because art... it's a photocopy piece of paper. Well, no, okay, the thing, the story what? was, is yeah. this company that does the art auctions rips people off. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So hold on. Wait a second here, more. You got ripped off at an art auction on a cruise ship. Yeah. No. <laughs> so wait, so you paid $1,500 for a print and then like at auction, like were you guys like, like putting up paddles and stuff? Yeah, and then we had to go sit in a back office with the guy and you're signing paper and stuff. Matthew almost spent more on a photocopy of a Salvador Dali. Oh my God. How much was that worth? Eight thousand. Matthew's, but he was drunk on champagne. He's like, "Oh, wouldn't that look fabulous at our home?" And I'm like, oh "I can't let you do that." Oh one. my god! I got drunk at a silent auction one time. It was and, the worst. And oh god, I came home with, I told Catherine, I, I Catherine wasn't with me, and I and I, I I I wrote her, and I think she was pregnant still. Like it was very early on in 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 this show, even maybe it was before the show. But I wrote her and I was like, I need you to unlock the door for me. I'm on my way home. And she's like, what did you do? And I was like, I'm, I'm in a, uh, a taxi van with stuff that I got from an art auction. <laughs> and she's, like, she's like, what did you do? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then so I got home and I unloaded this huge, hideous... <laughs> brown leather ottoman that was about like eight feet long <laughs> and we don't have the room for that, yeah. in that in the house i had a full tool set from black and decker that's on wheels <laughs> okay? yeah that i that i won and then the other thing i had was like this glassware set but it was weird because I thought it was a full set, but what it was was one set. So it was one. Huh? It was one cup, like dinner one, for one plate. Yeah, it was dinner for one. <laughs> you got the single person. I got yes, yes, dining set. Yes, I got I got the dinner for one dishware set, which I paid the most for that. How much? Can you remember? Oh, like in I was total, hundreds. I I was into this auction, this stupid charity silent auction, because you just walk around and write your name on things, yeah, not thinking that you're actually yeah. going to win. Hell no, because there's rich people there, yeah. right? But obviously, but they didn't want the dinner for no, one. Nobody wanted a crap set of tools for four hundred dollars. Nobody wanted this hideously ugly brown ottoman that I probably paid about like two, three hundred dollars for. Yeah. I paid five hundred dollars for dinner for one. So you so right there you're twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, I was about, yeah, I, I, yeah, because in my head I was like, I was about twelve, thirteen hundred dollars deep, right? Do you have yeah. any of that still? No. 
I sold the big brown ugly ottoman at a yard sale at our house for $40. Stop it. That the person never came to pick up, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. So it went back into storage, and I sold it the year after that for 20 Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it was the worst. So silent auctions, like any of those charity things, I just stay away from now. Because they do them at the end of the night when everybody's hammered, and I was just, I was hammered. And I was just walking around putting my name on everything. I put my name on everything with a dollar. Like price. in your like, head. Had nobody else bid on anything, I would have owed them like 20 grand, <laughs> right? Because I put my name on everything. I'm like, that's cool, 100 bucks. That's cool, 100 bucks, like whatever. Like in your mind, did you, while you were drunk, did you like the Ottoman? Uh, no, honestly, more. I didn't even sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Uh, you didn't like, even look at it. No, I, there was a giant thing of tools there. I never opened it. You just put your name down. I just put my name down because <laughs> it's fun, right? And then you feel like you've won. Oh, my God, I won. But it right? all goes to charity. Yeah, but it all goes to charity. But then you you give them the credit card number and you're like, oh, God, can you do half and half, half on this one? <laughs> and like half on Start spreading out yeah, all your credit day. cards. Half on, half on that one. <laughs> Every week we'll post on Instagram at Kiss925, Ask Razamoga. That is where you can ask your question and hopefully it'll get answered on the following uh, podcast that you listen to. And, of course, we try our very best to get people on to ask their questions live. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.